All right, welcome everybody to the RF Generation Collector Cast, episode sixty-two. I Correct. can't believe we're already at sixty-two. <laughs> it's amazing. That's how fast it goes by, fellas. Uh, well, we're sorry that we missed an episode last two, two weeks ago. Yeah, we were on a really good streak this year. Uh, Bill and I, I don't know, uh, Bill. I just it spaced me completely. Did you remember at some so, point? Yeah, or? no, because we had uh, we were all set to go. And then it was like, like I had like, so like a family thing here. Like my wife was, was having a, a very tough time with the kids. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to give her some support and let's just do it on Sunday. And then Sunday came and went. <laughs> so yeah, we, uh, I, I had other plans. Like they were trying to coordinate without me. Yeah. Which, so which they obviously are incapable sorry. of. Yep. And we, <laughs> and we came back, we're like, all right, like it's, it's going to happen regardless. Like someone might miss it, but we're still going to do it. And like, there we go. We missed one. Yeah. It's okay. We're on a really good streak though, right? Yeah, we're doing pretty really good. well. So pretty good. I had a little cushion this time for the first time ever. Uh, I'm sure that people will, uh, this just, it just builds up the anticipation a little bit more. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Cause they just, they were like, are they gone again? No, no, we're not gone again. We just missed one episode. No big deal. So um, we just want it's been a little while for us to chat as well. So we kind of want to just take an episode and just um, not have a, a particularly focused topic, just catch up a little bit. And uh, I'd like to take a minute first off and just go around the room and just get life updates and, and chat before we get right into the gaming stuff. So, Bill, I know you've had some exciting things come your way within the last month. So uh, care to share? Yeah. Uh, so as, as people know, who listen to the show a little bit or who, uh, follow me on, you know, other places on the internet, we, we kind of got bit by the Lego bug early in uh, the whole COVID uh, lockdown quarantine deal. We wanted an activity that we could do together as a family that didn't necessarily revolve around a screen. Cause we already have like a lot of screen things, you know, we got the phones, we got the video games. So we said, well, and my, my kids play, you know, baseball and hockey, but we're like, okay, like what's something else that's creative. And we could kind of, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, kind of get, get our hands, uh, you know, get working with our hands with. So we ended up getting this Lego, um, uh, star Wars ship, uh, for a couple hundred bucks, which, you know, is a lot for, uh, for something like that, but we're like, whatever, we'll just do it. And we got, you know, really, really hooked on just like, okay, we want, we want more sets now. So anyway, that was like the beginning of it. So, um, this past, uh, you know, like six, eight months or so, I found the Lego raffles subreddit started bidding on some, uh, Lego winning some. And in the last, uh, you know, couple of months I've been doing my own raffles. And one of the upsides of this is I get a lot of, uh, uh, VIP points, which is like Lego's like loyalty like reward uh, program, and for uh, enough loyalty points, um, you can get uh, you know gift cards like uh, vouchers for um, you know to purchase uh, Lego from their website. So uh, with this magic space buck Lego money, <laughs> there uh, the well the Batwing um, is not something that I purchased with points. The Batwing is something that I actually won at an auction. So the Lego Batwing. Uh, the 1989 Batwing, which uh, is going to look great next to the 1989 Batmobile. Uh, I'm not really like a minifigure guy. Like some people who are into Lego are like really into like collecting the minifigs, and I'm I'm not I'm not really into it. But at the same time, you know, the Batman minifig is really cool, so I'm glad I have another one. And there's another version of the Joker and Lawrence uh, from uh, from the Batman film is amazing. 
Uh, they call him Boombox Thug on the packaging, but uh, Boombox um, Thug. Yeah, but he he is Lawrence. So the Batwing is super cool. It's the first model that they've uh, they've added this piece where you can uh, hang it on the wall. Um, yeah, so that looks cool. You have the option to have it on its uh, little stand, or you can uh, wall mount it, which is nice. Um, I made a trade with another guy on the Allegro Raffles uh, site for um, a uh, the Palace Cinema uh, Theater uh, Lego set, which is a retired Lego set. Uh, it's a modular, so they make these buildings for these crazy adults who want to have like a Lego city. So there's like a pet shop and a detective uh, office and, you know, there's like a hotel. <laughs> there's the bookstore, you know, there's, you could make like your whole Lego city. So it's my first modular, uh, is the, uh, the palace, uh, cinema, which kind of has like a man's groundman's Chinese uh, theater vibe to it. Um, uh, the, the, uh, star Wars ultimate collector series, Y wing, which is one of the nicest looking, uh, uh, star Wars, uh, uh, UCS sets. Uh, what else? Tomorrow's a big, big day uh, for uh, uh, in the Lego world. The uh, Ghostbusters Ecto-1 uh, was leaked not that long ago and confirmed that it's coming out tomorrow. So we got hockey in the morning, and then we are going to the mall <laughs> to grab the Ecto-1 with the uh, points. And uh, uh, what else? There was the Batwing. Oh, the uh, the Saturn V uh, rocket. Um, this thing was like 40 bucks off on Amazon, and I've, I've wanted it for a long time, and it was actually retired. And they brought it back, which I, I haven't been in, in the Lego hobby that long, but I've I'm not familiar with them ever bringing back a retired set, so this is kind of kind of unprecedented as far as I know. So uh, I grabbed it with it being you know the forty bucks off, uh, and uh, we haven't opened them yet. And these are both the uh, raffle wins, but the Lego NES and the uh, the Star Wars uh, Moss Eisley Cantina. Uh, we won both of those, so those are already wrapped. They're going to be uh, Christmas, uh, you know, under the tree. Um, but yeah, it's uh, the the Legos hit kind of hard. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'd say so. Some of it's uh, like I said, some of it's um, uh, you know raffle wins, and some of it's uh, uh, the, the treehouse set I purchased with points. And uh, there's like they have these like little Christmas uh, sets, uh, same type deal. Like they come out with a new one every year. So if you want to like expand your little Lego Christmas village, and Sarah's actually into that because she's like a lot of uh, people she's very into the uh, seasonal decorations so in the in the in the spring all the spring decorations come out and then in the summer all the summer decorate you know and then so uh so i said hey they you know they make these like different lego christmas village sets every year and she's like oh we could get one every year <laughs> so uh so yeah the uh, those are those are basically my pickups and then as far as in the world of the actual video games that we all come here for uh the delayed uh expansion to destiny 2 uh came out uh just about four four days ago was the 10th um so yeah just uh just uh earlier in the week um destiny 2 beyond light came out have not had a ton of time to dive into it i probably played like maybe like six or seven hours um just kind of like bits and pieces here and there uh campaign's really good so far uh, i'm digging it from what i see on the uh uh on reddit um it's a little bit of a salt mine right now people are not happy that uh you know weapon sunsetting has happened uh there's some economy uh, issues with uh you know them taking so many weapons out of the game not putting a whole lot of weapons back in a lot of destinations got pulled out of the game, so people are, you know, trying to justify, you know, why, why, you know, why are we this paying is, so much for this and like, you having stuff taken as away? As someone who doesn't play Destiny, I feel like 
you, you guys knew this was happening though, right? Haven't you talked about this in the past? Like, yeah. this wasn't this isn't all like sprung on people out of nowhere. No, right? no, yeah. So it's it's not, and they and they've been preparing us for a long time. They're like, listen, you know, like we we. Cause the, and and the problem like with any uh, with any game type like this um, is a power creep, right? So the only way the so if you have a really good weapon, the only way you're going to use a different weapon is if you find something that's more powerful. Like so, you need a better weapon. So what happens is they just keep making stuff that's better and better and better and better, and they try to make stuff that's different. So that way, if you like go this style versus this style, but you know. Your people, the players are going to use the most powerful weapon out there. So, which is why when they went from Destiny one to two, they kind of did that whole reset. It allowed them to go back to square one and say, okay, now we get to start from you know square one and just kind of slowly build up to that to that point again. So they kind of announced that that you know they were like, listen, we don't want to do the same thing. We don't want to say, okay, Destiny two is over. Now we're going to go to Destiny three, but you know we want to stick with Destiny two and just keep going with it. But the reality is, power creep is a big problem for us. It 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 hinders our you know ability to design, uh, you know weapons moving forward and uh, design encounters because we have to design the encounter knowing that you have this powerful weapon. So they've 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 been saying it for a while, and we're like, okay, you know we get it. Like we're not happy about it, but okay. And the issue is, a lot of the stuff that uh, they told us, you know, we knew about. But they also keep a lot of things kind of like under their hat until the the expansion launches. So now the expansion's launched, and people can kind of dig into it and look at the data and look at some of the the stuff that's been farmed in the you know out of the database of the game and everything. And they realize, okay, so you've you've took you've taken out well you can still get them, but like seventy percent or like seventy five percent of the weapons uh, in the game that are essentially sunset meaning the power level of that of that weapon is capped below what the uh you know the requirement of the new uh, content is 70% of those weapons were removed but you've only added like 20 something new guns to the uh to the new expansion there's like one new armor set there's you know it's for for a game that people want to be chasing loot and always trying to get more stuff the the feeling in the community right now is You've taken a lot of stuff out, and it doesn't seem like you're adding anything back in. So Bungie's response has been, you know, this is the, the they released the expansion, and the first week of the expansion, they wanted it to just be a week for people to be able to get through the campaign, and then Destiny has a like a seasonal cycle, and they delayed the start of the first season till the week after the the launch, so that everyone can get through the campaign. So they said there's gonna there, they they always kind of walk this line between. They want to tell people what they're going to get so that you know what the value is of what you're getting. But they also want to have surprises in there so that people can, you know, just log in one day and all of a sudden there's this exotic quest that no one knew about. And then it's exciting and then people jump on Twitch and then they have to solve puzzles and do all this stuff. So they've always kind of walked this line between, uh, you know, and then what happens is they'll do that, but then like, They'll put it on a roadmap, and then people are like, "Oh, well, it was on a roadmap, so we knew it was coming. It wasn't a surprise." <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, guys, like we we can't we can't do both, <laughs> you know. Like we either can tell you everything that's coming, or we can surprise you." So, um, it, but it's the same when any new expansion comes out. Like the hardcore guys like blast through it in 55 minutes, and then you know they just they, they complain about you know whatever. You know, it's is upsetting them. Where I th- I think the uh, you know those are like the squeaky wheels, right? But like the I think I feel like the majority of players, like the people that I've spoken with, are all like, 
yeah, the campaign's really good, the lore's really good, the new abilities are really good, and we're going to get some tweaks and balances and new stuff to chase. So, uh, like I said, like, it's, it's funny, like, I'm, you know, level, you know, season pass level, like, four or five, and you'll be running through the area, and there's guys that are, like, you know, 45, 55, 65, and it's like, dude... I wasn't level 65 in like all of last season and there are dudes who are, you know, four days in. So a little, a little bit of it is the guys who, uh, just, uh, you know, go at it nonstop. But, uh, we got a, uh, uh, the new first raid in over a year comes out, uh, next Saturday, I think it is. Um, so, uh, I don't think I'll be going for the raid jacket this time around. That's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's a pretty big toll. Uh, to take on, uh, you know, getting prepared for that and then, you know, spending all day trying to make it through that raid. But uh, I'll be watching on Twitch a couple of the, uh, you know, the favorite teams that we have. And uh, uh, with Cyberpunk getting pushed back, I don't have to have Destiny fight with Cyberpunk for uh, my gaming time. Lucky. Yeah. So um, wasn't there something about uh, Destiny 2 and Game Pass? Is yes. like the new stuff on Game Pass now? Or? Yep. Yeah, so Destiny um, has been added to Game Pass, which uh, is great for the console um, uh, population, uh, especially you know obviously on on the you know Microsoft's uh, uh, platform. It is not on uh, Game Pass for PC or Game Pass Ultimate, if you want to call it that. Uh, um, people ask specifically, is it going to be included on PC? And they said not this time around. Uh, I believe, and they didn't say this, but I think when they went from uh, to Steam. There's probably like an exclusivity, uh, uh, you know, time period that goes along with that. Um, they did say that it is our goal to be on Xbox uh, Game Pass for PC with the next uh, expansion. Um, so, uh, and they said the same thing about uh, cross-platform uh, play. Um, cross-save was their big uh, goal for last year, which they do. Um, you can take your character across um, between Xbox, PlayStation, PC, and Stadia. Uh, so you can pick up on whatever uh, console or cloud uh, service. <laughs> so that one guy on exactly, Stadium? yeah, Adam is able to play uh, <laughs> on any platform that he wants. Um, but uh, but yes, yeah, so, and they said the same thing. Like people asked them about cl- uh, cross-platform play, and they say that is our goal for next year. We wanted to focus on you know the cross-save for this year. So, uh, but yeah, with uh, whenever they bring, it's like when they went free to play the population like exploded and it was really, really great because you had all different levels of players in there and you could kind of help out some new guys. And then there were guys that really got into it. Um, and the crucible is, which is their multiplayer. It was great for me because I'm not a fantastic crucible player. So having a whole bunch of new, you know, uninitiated, uh, you know, non sweats, uh, in there for me to be able to kill is actually kind of cool. And then they they eventually all you know leave and do other things, and then I go back to being shot you know instantly <laughs> after spawning. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, uh, so Game Pass has um, uh, the previous expansion of Forsaken uh, and uh, Beyond Light is included with Game Pass, so it's yeah great for the uh, for the console uh, population. Very good. Now, with all the Lego, I have to wonder, like with all the Lego stuff that you guys are getting into, you think at some point in time you'll go to like full-blown models or stick with the lego stuff or no i don't i don't think so and i've i've, I've thought about that a little bit because like as i start to kind of search for different like there's certain I'm, I'm pretty much a star wars guy and then there's some other like lego sets that i'm starting to get interested in like the batman stuff is interesting i've always loved the saturn 5 rocket like regardless of if it was a lego set or not 
Um, so there's just certain kind of themes that I'm just interested in and I think are cool. Um, but it's weird because like I'll I love the uh, the Imperial shuttle uh, from uh, uh, Return of the Jedi, and I've always loved that ship. It's one of the um, the uh, it's one of the white whales. It's one of those ships that was out uh, about ten years ago. It's like tripled in value. It's really hard to find, um, and uh, I you know, like once in a while you'll search for it, and you'll you'll find you know like Hasbro toys, you know Imperial shuttle, and like you know like you said like full on models, and I'm like. No, I want one made out of bricks. You know, it's like I—I I, I don't know. I can't—I can't explain it. But there's something about the appeal of Lego. And I remember there, there's some guys on some forums because there's there's a company uh, called uh, Lupin. I think it's called Lupin, and they're a Chinese company, and it's pretty much like knockoff Lego. Um, but they make like exactly like you know the exact model, but like the pieces like don't always fit together right, and like they're a little bit wobbly. But like you can Chinese you, yeah. a, a, exactly so. And the people who buy that kind of stuff, they're like, I don't buy it because it's Lego. I buy it because it's Star Wars. So, like, sure, I'll save, you know, 80% and I'll get this one. And for me, it's like, no, no, no. I do buy it because it's Lego. Like, and I buy it because it's Star Wars. You know, like, I want that quality. I want that, uh, you know, that experience. So, yeah, I don't I don't think it'll evolve into models. I think it'll just evolve into more Lego. Um but at the same time, like, we've already had the conversation that, like, you know, a lot of these models, they, t- they take up space. They're not the cheapest things in the world. So we're going to kind of focus our attention on, okay, we, we're really interested in, you know, the space theme. So here's our space area. And here's, like, the town theme. So we'll have our little, like, Beetlejuice, you know, town in the attic where we can have, uh, you know, like, our little model trains or whatever uh, if we want to do go that route. And then we'll have, like, our Star Wars ship area. And it's like, all right. Those are our themes, and then we're done, so it doesn't get out of control. So, and then who knows? Maybe in uh, maybe in a couple of years we'll pick up some other hobby, but uh, we we're having fun with it for now. We'll all be building Gundams together next year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sarah used to build um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Warhammer. Oh, really? She didn't play, but they would like go to the hobby shop, and she was like, "Daddy, I want I want the lizard guys." So, like, she had, like, I, one of the first times I went to her house, she had, like, all these Warhammer figures, like, on a shelf, like, all painted. And, like, oh, you play Warhammer? And she's like, no, I just like painting the figures. <laughs> I did that a little bit. Same thing. I played yep. the game a couple of times, didn't like it, but I, I, like, assembled and painted up a little army. Yep. So you're going to be, like, president business or whatever, where you <laughs> yeah. super glue all the Lego sets together when you're done? I what? super glued one Lego set together once, and it was, this was years ago, before I, like, kind of, like, got my, my newly uh, uh, rekindled uh, uh, interest in Lego, and, like, it was, like, my kids were, like, just old enough where they were kind of into Lego, and I was excited about it because I was always into it when I was a kid. And, you know, so we started getting them sets here and there. And at first, like, they didn't really hold their attention. And, like, you know, I was like, okay, like, maybe they're too young. And then they started, like, getting into it. So, um, but we would put a set together. And then within, like, you know, a couple of days, it was just in more pieces than it came in the box. And I'm like, how is it even possible that it's, there's, like, more pieces than, than it started with? So um, one time I got frustrated and I was like, all right, I'm super gluing this set together. And obviously, this is not the right thing to do. Not not only does it not solve any problems, so the the super glue it's like brittle. So if the set drops, it's still gonna like break apart. But now the problem is you can't put it back together because like the pieces are all like glued and weird and broken. So uh, I I try every time like my kids like go into like you know the the pieces of Legos and they make a creation. 
I try I try to encourage that. I'm like, yeah, like you you should be creative. You should be you know like ex- exploring new things. It's like, but then they go to like this area of the table where we're like putting together a set, and I'm like, okay, except for this area, <laughs> which we are currently following the instructions to build the Batwing. So, I, th- yeah, there's been a few comparisons to uh, President Business. Uh, so we have to kind of loosen the reins a little bit and let the kids uh, you know have their fun. No, no craggle for dad. No uh, craggle, <laughs> or, or, or we need to. Uh, uh, what is it? The uh, uh, the the Q tip, the yes. po- polish of Nail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, if you want to go full blower, you could just epoxy. Epoxy yes. will just take. Care of it. <laughs> yeah, it's um, no it, problem. Because I, when I was researching, like you know, ways to keep models together, they say like, yeah, like the glue is one thing, but um, uh, the the most effective way is to fuse the pieces together so what happens is there's it's like acetone yeah exactly yeah so you take acetone and like you like put like a little bit on there and what it does is it kind of like the plastic like melts a little bit so then when you put the two pieces together they fuse so now it's like one piece of plastic so they're like you got to be careful because you know you're working with acetone but uh i've uh i've read that that's uh, something that some people do hardcore man yeah <laughs> Yeah, a little beyond uh, what, I, what I'm looking to do. But, yeah, ha- having tons of fun. Like, and honestly, like, it's crazy because, like, we're in the, you know, the, the retro game and the video game, you know, kind of, like, world. And, like, you kind of fall into these little, like, pockets on the Internet where, like, you find, you know, like, whether it's RF Generation or Cartridge Club or, you know, Nintendo Age and all these different places. And you kind of start speaking the language, right? And, like, then you learn, okay, like, okay, now I know what completing boxes. And now I know what, you know, like, all this stuff. And you get to these, you know, other worlds, and I mean, there's just so many, you know, people, so many interests out there. So you fall into this pocket. Okay, like now I'm now I'm in, you know, discords and you know, reddits and like places with like Lego people, and I'm learning all their acronyms. And like, you know, like the other night, uh, just last night actually, um, there was a uh, so San Diego Comic Con was canceled, obviously, just like everything else. And there were three sets that were going to be exclusive uh, to that show that they've released uh, online instead. They're still very limited because they didn't make very many of them. The first one was the Bespin Duel, which is Vader and Luke, uh, you know, towards the end of Empire Strikes Back. Spoiler alert. And um, uh, the second one was uh, 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 um, Black Widow and uh, Taskmaster, uh, the Ambush, a little, like, $40 set. And um, that one was uh, just sold online. And last night, um, you guys familiar with the uh, from the Empire Strikes Back the Nebulon the Star Wars Nebulon B frigate? You might not know that it's called the Nebulon B frigate. Yeah, I, I don't know the but, name, but I but if you know if, to see it exactly. If you if you Google Star Wars Nebulon B frigate, you would be like, oh, that ship. So is it the Princess Leia ship? It's the so no, that's the Tanta Four, the one see, yeah. from <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, the one from the beginning of Star Wars that they're like fleeing the 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 Star Destroyer. So the Nebulon B frigate is the one oh, where yeah. Luke yeah. is getting his hands like back, like put back on at the end of Empire. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's it's kind of got like a long spine, and there's like a short, you know, there's like a like one little part in the in the front, like a big part in the back. So um, they just made this uh, this uh, Nebulon B frigate micro set that was going to be at San Diego Comic Con. They just released it last night, and I'm telling you, like the Discord, like the people on on you know the Lego deal subreddit, like okay. Like, are you getting it? Everybody's, okay, everybody's, is there a GWP? No, there's no GWP. You just got to get it. <laughs> so, and, GWP? Yeah, so Lego uh, is 
constantly doing gift with purchase. Um, and everyone just refers to him as GWP. So like you'll I'll go into the Lego store like every week and every week there's a different gift with purchase and it's crazy. Like some people like collect them or they try to get, you know, multiples, like one to keep, one to hold on to. And uh, but the Nebulon B frigate, people were like all waiting up last night at midnight to like refresh their browser like PlayStation, right? Yeah. Just yeah. wait waiting up to refresh your browser and try to order one. So I was dead tired yesterday and I was trying to wait up and I was trying, I was trying and I just like a, like a 38 year old man fell right asleep. <laughs> woke up at you know three in the morning when the kid woke me, and then I looked at the clock and I was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> <laughs> but then I I got up and I I went to the uh, to the kitchen. The laptop was there. Opened it up. I searched for it. Nebulon B frigate. It was sold out on Lego.com because it sold out in minutes. Went to Amazon and it was in stock. And I was like, okay, so I bought it. And then I went you know went back to you know. The, the wife and made some coffee and like kind of woke up and I started to look at other places and people were saying that it sold out like immediately on Amazon as well. But what had happened was there's a limit of I think three per person, whatever Amazon's limit was, but it let you order like 10. So what happened was everyone who like tried to order 10 within the next, next the following few hours, they probably got order cancellations like, oh, like the limit's three. So basically like they like like stock kind of came back in so like when i checked the computer at you know like 3:30 just happened that they were there so kind of lucked out uh, uh, and got it that way but uh yeah tomorrow is the ecto 1 and then uh they just announced the coliseum it's the new uh, uh highest uh, piece count set uh it used to be the um millennium falcon uh which is like 7000 pieces i think and now the coliseum is like 9000 pieces uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty cool looking. I, I'm personally not interested in it. I love Russell Crowe. I love Ridley Scott. I love Gladiator, <laughs> but I don't need a you know 30 inch <laughs> Lego Coliseum model in my you know in my dining room. I'm fine with the Falcon. So, Yeesh. that's a, a lot of Legos, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's and, and you know and my mom like she she kind of like she kind of just laughs and throws her. She's like, hey. She's like everybody needs a hobby. I'm like, yeah, I exactly. Mean, you know, I like, can think of much worse things to do yeah. with your time. S- some people solder and uh, fix electronics and TVs. Yes, they do. I yeah. do. Yeah, I've got a lot of that <laughs> junk around too. So, <clears throat> so yeah. you could probably take a soldering iron, some Legos, and <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I love the. Um, there you go. I love my uh, my uh, uh, Hako, my little uh, blue and yellow. Uh, yeah. Uh, what do you call it? Um, my buddy Lance, um, who we did, who did um, uh, the uh, uh, retro world with, he had the desoldering gun, and yeah, I remember like when I fantastic. when I was using like the pump to like manually like you know desolder <sighs> stuff, and I'm like, the first time you do it, you're like, oh, this is so cool, it works, but then like you know, like, chong bang, chong bang, oh that yeah. one didn't take, chong bang. So uh-huh. I go to his house and he's got the gun, and he's just like, yeah, like the tip is just hot, so he's like, he's like, you got to give it a minute. He's like, get it on there, you'll see it melt, and then you just kind of hit the vacuum. And the first few times I did it, I was like, this is life-changing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's worth all of I the mean, money. not cheap. <laughs> right. But Hundreds of dollars. Every penny. <laughs> yeah, but if you're doing more than just like a, like a hobbyist amount, like a tiny amount of soldering, it's going to oh, save you so much time. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I know. As soon as I got one of those things, I'm like, I would never, ever go back. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, yeah, it's not kicking and screaming, drag, drag me back. Yep. Um, 
Well, cool. That's it's some uh, that's some Lego rific stuff that you got going on. Yeah, it's uh, and the thing is they're they're kind of scattered around the house, so it's like I can't even take any like cool. Uh, you know, sometimes like on on RF Gen or like you know whatever sites people like to be on, they'll they'll do like a collection. You know, like here's my game room and here's the show. Here's the you know all my display pieces. All my stuff's just kind of like scattered around my messy house. You know, so it's like I can't even take impressive pictures because it's just like. You know, it's a house that a family of five lives in, and there's laundry everywhere. <laughs> also happens I, to be Legos up on the shelves. I can uh, only imagine that no one walked around your house barefoot. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, uh, We haven't had any casualties so far. We've been, uh, like, there's been a few flu, flu, few close calls, few near misses. Like, ah, da, 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 da. okay, slide over. All right. But uh, <laughs> also, I am... Just like just because we have hardwood uh, throughout our house, um, there's a few areas with like you know rugs and carpets and stuff. But I'm almost always wearing like Crocs or like I have these like cushy like Adidas uh, uh, sandals that I wear in the house. So uh, those probably have uh, saved me uh, a time or two. I'm sure. <laughs> well, um, awesome, Kelsey. I mean, have you gotten any Legos lately? Or? I have gotten zero Legos lately. <laughs> But you have one on the wish list, right? You, what was the Frozen set that you're looking at? Oh, uh, I, yeah, I might pick one up for my daughter for Christmas. Uh, we're oh. looking at one of the Frozen castles. Oh, well, no, when you see uh, BDSM on the outline, that has nothing to do with Legos, Bill. <laughs> 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 so, so what's new, Kelsey? Um, not as much as Bill. Not Nothing that exciting. Well, I got a little bit, I guess. Um, oh, yeah, you do, Batman I, guy. Oh, yeah, that's Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I think I thought you bought a library or something, right? My my grandmother passed away last year, and unfortunate story cut really really short. There was some family fighting over inheritance kind of stuff, so I just stepped way back, and you know whatever happens happens. I don't care. I don't expect anything out of this, and eventually everything got split between the grandchildren, and I got a check in that was a little bit more than I anticipated it would be. So I took some time to think about, you know, what I wanted to do with that, what would honor my grandma and stuff. And mm. my wife kind of acted as a care aid for her for a little bit when she was here. So I made sure she got a big chunk to do something fun with. Uh, we had a travel fund before all this COVID stuff mm. that we ended up using on other stuff during COVID. So I replenished our travel fund. And then I was thinking, like, my grandma always used to buy me books. That's all I ever got for birthdays or Christmas from her. So I'm like, I got to I gotta buy some books with this stuff. So I bought a lot of Batman books. <laughs> a lot. A, a few DVDs, too, but mostly books. And we're not talking folks like five or ten. Right. We're talking and like we're, 50. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, like, he told me the dollar amount, and I'm trying to do it in my head. I was like... How many books is that? <laughs> I know. I'm like, that's well, that's what I first saw. I'm like, so you bought every Batman book? Yeah. Ever? No, there, I still have a wish list of stuff that I want to buy down the road. But so books are like just coming in every couple days from Amazon for the last two weeks, and so I've just been reading and reading and reading, reading tons and tons of Batman. So they're so they're I, all, all different. So they're all different sellers. So it's not like one enormous, you know, like uh, package. No, they. Up. I don't know. They're all like. Most of them are from Amazon. There are a few from separate sellers, but they like ship me three boxes in the same day with one book each in them. Not crazy. And I and they they all came from the same place, so I don't know how they choose. And then one day I'll get like ten in at once, and I don't know how they choose what to do. Don't, uh, doesn't Amazon in Canada have like book discount day? I, I, did you wait to get like a special discount, or did you just go hog wild? Or 
I just filled up a cart, and when I looked good, I hit buy. <laughs> I oh, love it. so great! Yeah, uh, I don't use Amazon often. I didn't. I don't have the expertise to wait for special timing. I didn't know that. Um, so yeah, I've just been uh, knee deep in Batman for the last two weeks, more than normal, and very, very much enjoying it. I've read some really, really awesome books lately that. Uh, I don't know, a couple that got me a little emotional, a couple that are just really, really cool, a couple that are just weird as heck, like all over the place. So um, it's really been really fun. Um, but I did get some video game stuff too. Um, I've got uh, like a, a few pickups from my old store. Uh, they held on to that Godzilla game for PS4 for me. That's apparently really terrible, but really expensive. And I'm <laughs> yeah, super excited okay. to try it out. <laughs> all right. I saw that uh, picture. Yeah. Uh, Sheeran the Wanderer, the DS Mystery Dungeon game. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, when yeah. I saw that picture. I was like, all right, yeah, that that's you'll have a fun time. Yeah, I've played uh, a couple other Sharon games, but not that one. So I'm I'm curious to check that out. Uh, Furu Furu Park is a Wii game I've been looking for for a while, and it's just like a it's like a Namco version of like WarioWare, basically, where it's like oh. just crazy goofy little mini games, and some of them are based on old Namco properties and stuff. So it looked fun. I don't I haven't played it yet, so I don't know if it is fun. But what a terrible naming if. Like, oh, I think totally. if other people was like Namco minigame collection, people would be like, oh, but Furu Furu Park? Yeah, I, it's I probably one of those things where if they renamed it, they would have sold 10,000 more copies kind of thing. Yeah, because if you yeah. told me, hey, Chris, there's a Namco minigame collection you can play with your family and like, and it's a bunch of fun, you're going to have some Dig Dug and some Xevious in there. I'd be like, okay, I'll mm. buy that. Yeah, I don't know about Xevious. I'm pretty sure there's some Dig Dug stuff in there, though. I'm yeah. sure. Mr. Driller, it's all in there. Yeah um i've i've been getting together with some buddies uh, i think i mentioned on the show a bunch of times I've, I've got a friend i meet with and we play jrpgs together a lot so he we, we know a lot of the same people so he's he's got two other guys and myself together and we've been coming over once a week to his place and playing multiplayer stuff lately instead of jrpgs so i haven't played uh digital devil summoner in a little while because we've been playing um aces of luftwaffe lately uh which is like a four-player shoot 'em up and it it's got a skill tree and stuff like it's not nothing amazing but the funny part is just playing with these guys because they're very outgoing people and the they make fun of whatever they can in the game and <laughs> the game is voice acted by people who are obviously german and, and it's like yeah. americans versus germans but all the American characters have really thick German accents. <laughs> really thick. So it's really funny. And once per level, one of the four fighters, uh, like they, they all have their own little quirk to them where they like malfunction and they can't be useful. And sometimes they're just a downright hindrance to your team. So just uh, third through the level, when everything goes crazy, you'll have some guys playing fail and he like falls asleep at the wheel <laughs> and you have to protect him for like three minutes and try not to die or one of them he like gets in this crazy rage and he just f- drives around the the area really fast and if he crashes into you you take a ton of damage and so it's, it's, you it's, get like slippy uh and in the luftwaffe basically or basically it's it's like i don't recommend this game it's not fun it's just fun to play with these people that i'm playing with uh and <laughs> then we played on? It, uh i think it's on everything we've been playing it on switch okay uh and then we played one called lovers in a dangerous space time yep play that yeah that's a neat concept where you you know everyone mans a part of a ship that's bigger than 
you need the amount of bigger than the four people you have to man it so you're always running around like now i'm on engines like, you go get shields and like no we need the top gun no get the bottom gun and you're running around and yep. you can upgrade your ships and stuff I and mean, we actually 100 percented that last time we played together wow. Wow. and uh have you ever it, played um uh space team no so space team is a mobile game uh just just add it to your list it's really 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 fun so and real quick the way it works is everyone like it's up to eight people everyone plays on their phone and it kind of like syncs up like either like over wi-fi or bluetooth and basically like you you all have to like uh you know you're the same thing like everyone's got like a different control panel so what'll happen is on kelsey's phone it'll say something like uh you know like activate the the berg longer and on oh, someone's I've seen this. Yeah, and on like, someone's it's a few phone, years old, right? Yeah. And on someone's screen, it's like, uh, oh, I've got that. And like you gotta find like the little lever for that. And like it's 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 kind of, it's hard to explain, but it's really frantic and it's really fun and it keeps getting faster and, and harder. We found it at uh, PAX, they were doing it like this tournament uh, for it a couple of years ago, and we kinda of fell in love with it. So like every time me and this group of friends get together and it, it reminds me a lot of uh, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Nice. I was gonna say another game that's team like that is if you guys would play like Overcooked. Overcooked, yeah. Overcooked too. They, yeah. Friend they Ender went through those earlier in the pandemic when I was locking down a little more. Um, so I missed out on Overcooked, but they played. I need the lettuce. One. I need the lettuce. <laughs> um, they you play that one with your little kids. Yeah. Yeah. I no. If you if you if, if you want to if you want to just not talk for the rest of the night. <laughs> um, yeah. Go to your all room. These, all these guys are also big horror movie buffs, um, which I'm not. So they get together once in a while and they watch horror movies. Uh, but I do like horror video games. So I found out they played through Man and Medan together. And you can play those games where every human player plays a different character in the game. So they, they like pick like, okay, you're going to be final girl. And you know, you're the first guy who gets slashed. And it's just like, play them. Like this guy is just an arrogant jerk. Like you could play him however you want. <laughs> just be mean to everybody. And so they kind of role play these games like that. Wow. So I picked up Man and Medan and played through it. And uh, Little Hope just came out, which is the sequel to that. Uh, it's in like a anthology kind of thing. So we're going to do that one tomorrow, which I'm really excited about um, to play that with them. Because it's just going to be goofy and silly and fun. Um, and I picked up a really, really big game for me. Um, I picked up Exile Wicked Phenomenon for the Turbo CD. Uh, it's both big because it's like one of the last Turbo CD games I need. And it was the last working designs game that I needed. Um, wow. Congratulations. Thanks. Like across all platforms? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I've got every North American working designs game now. And pretty pleased about that because I've been working on that goal for, for like a decade now. That's now, big. Now, do you count Spaz? in there with them because that was like their offshoot label no i don't uh, i'll have to look into that i'm not familiar with spaz spaz Any, anything yeah. notable they put out under that label um yeah they put some shooters out um was under spaz and i want to say like mr mosquito was spaz and so was that mostly like around that era ps2 kind of era yeah yeah it was, was it um, all those like yellow uh like covers like mr mosquito because I've got all of those. Uh, I think there's some PS1 and PS2. Uh, yeah, I, I you'll have to look you, into it. <clears throat> I bet you I just have all the PS2 ones because I've been collecting like crazy PS2. But if there's PS1 ones, I'm probably missing those. I'll have to look into uh, it. 
Yeah, I, really off the top of my head, I'm trying to think. You know, like, I know there were some shooters that they brought over and put out, but they didn't want to put them on their normal label because it was like RPGs and stuff. So they, they came up with Spaz uh, as their kind of like off label for different stuff to bring over. I'm, no, I'm going to look into that as soon as we're done here. I wasn't aware. There you go. Yeah. Um, my daughter has been wanting to play games lately and she's really into monsters and stuff and just happened to be the day before Halloween. We were in my little game store and they had a copy of Luigi's Mansion 3. So I grabbed that and introduced her to that and she loves it. So we've been playing a lot of Luigi's Mansion 3 and it's really great to play with a four-year-old because she can be pretty free to explore and experiment and get used to a controller. And she's getting really good at it now. She can help me, you know, vacuum puzzles where you have to like, uh, hold one trigger to vacuum something, walk away from it so you have tension on it, and then push a button to like yank on that thing, um, which she couldn't do any of that when we started. And now that we're at the end of the game, she can do that no problem. Um, and she just likes to look around for loot. You know, you can find little gems hidden around and, and uh, there's money tucked into like every mattress and, and cubby hole throughout that game and all these little secret areas. Is she good with the uh, combat? She, that's not her favorite part, but she yeah. can help me with the regular ghosts now. Uh, but mm-hmm. like when we get to bosses, she she normally likes being Luigi because he's the one who controls the camera. Like right. this, he gets to choose which rooms we enter and stuff. So I play around with Gooigi. But when we get to a boss, she just switches me controllers and she runs yeah. around as <laughs> Gooigi and she can die as many times as she wants. So yeah. Then, my, yeah, my my guys love the exploration, but like anytime there's any fight, they're like, oh oh, daddy daddy, fight this guy. And I'm like, <laughs> no guys, like you can do it. And like because the combat's really intuitive and. And just like the, the, the mechanic where you have to scare them and then, mm-hmm. you know, like whip them around and like, it's like, no guys, like, don't be scared. But like they, yeah, the, the combat is the, it, the regular guys she can do. But then once they have the ones with like sunglasses or something, it's like, mm-hmm. you got to figure out how to flashlight them. So you got to suck right. the sunglasses away or the shield or whatever mm-hmm. they're holding. Those ones she gets frustrated with, but being able to play two player with her, it's not really an issue for long. Right. The only time we had a problem was literally on the last boss. Um, we, because you need both players to be proficient. Mm-hmm. Um, so I asked her, like I paused it after we died the first time, and I said, do you want to keep trying, or do you want to go get your brother to help with this? And she's like, let's go get him. <laughs> so we brought her brother down, and she watched me and him finish the last boss off, and she was like super happy with that. <laughs> so we beat the game, minus like King Boo. We just had you know the ringer come in and help us out with that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was super fun, and I'm trying to convince her. I get because the same thing happened with Yoshi's Crafted World. We beat it, and I think she feels like she d- can't play it anymore because we saw credits kind of thing. But there's still lots of stuff to do in yeah. the game. So I've been bugging her to go back to it now, and she's like, no, I'm okay. But there's still yeah. lots of... Like, she really enjoyed just hunting around for gems and stuff, which I'd be happy to do with her again, but yeah, can't convince her. I, I think um, I told you guys, my kids love just starting games over again. Like, they'll, like, delete their save file. And I'm like, dude, dude! Like, all that work. And there's like, no, it's okay. I'll do it again. <laughs> yeah. My son's the same yeah. way. Eden has played through, yeah, a lot of these games. Uh, I mean, like, oh, I've used up all my three save files. I'll just delete one and start over <laughs> again. Because you're like, what? what, what? Yeah. yeah. Or, or like, I'll say to him, like, uh, you know, Cameron's really, really liking Breath of the Wild lately. And he yells at me. I'm like, like oh, I don't play Breath of the Wild. He's like, Daddy, call it Zelda. So, oh, I'm sorry. So, um, but like, he's really into Breath of the Wild, and um, he'll like, I'll watch him do something, 
And then, like, a few days later, I'll be watching him play, and, like, he'll do that same thing. And I'm like, didn't you already do this? And he's like, yeah, that was on your file. <laughs> oh, so you're just jumping around save files to do the same thing? He's like, yeah, I want to make sure I get it for everybody. <laughs> speaking yeah, Joy, of- that's why it's more of those games should have New Game Plus. No, mm-hmm. so go ahead. Oh, yeah. As you see, speaking of Breath of the Wild style games, uh, I started Horizon Zero Dawn with my son. Mm. Gor- really? Gorilla, no, gorilla right? surprised you're playing that one. I, I knew he would enjoy it, so I wanted to try it. Because, um, like, robot dinosaurs is a pretty cool thing for me, too. So I was like, sure, this the theme, you know, I'm, I'm curious about. So we played a buttload of that today, and I think it saved me some money because <laughs> I, I'm waiting for my PS5 to come in, which is a few days late, and I've been hearing lots of good things about Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and yeah, I haven't played an Assassin's Creed since the second one. So I'm like, maybe I should dive back in and and enjoy this new Assassin's Creed. And playing Horizon, I'm like, no, I'm like open world games are not for me. I don't need <laughs> another one. So I'm not going to get Valhalla. So I'm, I'm very happy I played some Horizon today and got that out of my system again. Because like, I, I like the story. Aloy is like really cool character. I really like mm. her. Um, the robot dinosaur stuff's really neat. I'm curious where it's going to go. And I may just end up YouTubing it because, man, like, I don't want to go up a signal tower and clear the map and go hunting and crafting and collect goodies. Like, none of that stuff interests me. So that's why I was kind of surprised to say hear you say that you'd play them like that. Does not sound like your kind of game at all. My son did most of the playing. I I just kind of watched and coached, and then he uh, he let me uh, try out a little bit. for a couple parts but he did awesome he didn't die once the whole day which was impressive to me because wow. there was a few real close calls you had to like, <laughs> clear some bases and stuff and and uh, you know you start stealthing them and then something goes wrong and you got to finish the mission quick and and he pulled through it every time which was really cool that see that's that's what always pulls me out of metal gear solid 5 like if i stay in stealth like everything's fine but like as soon as i'm caught everything goes to hell like i can't play that game like reactionary like okay i've been caught and now i gotta kill these like six guys it's like no like i i need to like slowly take them out one at a time so like for me as soon as i'm caught it's like all right try it again like i don't even want to try to like you know save this mission right no like there was one that we just did near the end of our session where he's got to sneak into this camp and there, we have like a, a war party outside of the camp and we have to sneak into this area where they've, where they've got all this explosive canisters and blow them up to open up the wall and then your soldiers come in and they kind of clear the place out with you. Um, otherwise, if something goes wrong, you have to fight the entire camp all the way to the cans mm. and then blow them up and then hope your team comes in and helps you before you die. And so that happened. He killed like one guy and during the second guy, he he got spotted and everything went wrong and he just ran straight through everybody <laughs> all the way to the cans and blew them up and then like ran and hid for a minute to like get his bearings and, and somehow pulled it out. It was really funny. Oh my goodness. Isn't that fun? Like kids are getting to that age where, you know, when you see your kids growing up and doing some things. And, yeah. You know. I, I can't figure out what to get him for Christmas. And I showed him the trailer for that new Ubisoft game, the uh, Immortal Phoenix Rising, because I keep hearing people compare it to Breath of the Wild, but with like a, a Greek setting to it kind of thing. Um, and he's really curious about that one. So I might end up getting him that one too for Christmas because he just seems to enjoy that style of game. 
I can get it. Like when you're young and you've got time, I mean, exploration is exciting. and Yeah, and he loves the crafting stuff. Like even in this game, like it's really basic. Like you just like open up a quick menu and he's like, click, click, click. I just made 50 arrows. Like yeah. it took him four <laughs> seconds to do it, but he seems to enjoy that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole Minecraft thing kind of, right? It's just, totally. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And like, like uh, Forager. Which is one of the ones that I would mention if we uh, if we talk about uh, Game Pass at some point. But the boys uh, like they like to um, like everyone's like we'll turn the Xbox on and before we do something I'm like oh let's just see what's on Game Pass and then we end up you know looking through the games and I like I didn't say it like they were like how about that one they do, like his forager like the dude it's a little you know cartoon guy and he looks like he's got a pickaxe so like something triggers in their brain they're like okay I'm gonna be mining things and crafting <laughs> things in this so we get forager. And it's it feels like a mobile game almost. Like you start in like a tiny little island, and you kind of just like you know click a thing until you get another thing, and then you can just click more things. So it's just like a much much simpler, you know, Minecraft uh, type thing. But it's like yeah, anything with crafting. He's like, I want to make that. Why? Oh, so I can make the next thing. Why? So I can make the thing after that. <laughs> <laughs> there is no end. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's the root. That's just that's what it is. So. Yep. So, if you notice, though, all my playing is not my typical playing, where it's just like a list of NES games. Mm. It's because I haven't beaten an NES game in a while because I've been stuck on Akari Warriors for weeks now. <laughs> it's like it's not surprising. That game, like I've played a lot of really hard games, so I kind of felt, and I and I did a bunch of research into Akari Warriors specifically before I played it, so I kind mm-hmm. of felt, I don't know, over prepared going into it. I'm like, this will take me a week at most. Right. And it's just slaughtering me. It's so hard. Um, so I, I actually bought the SNK 40th anniversary collection for the Switch because that game is on it, and you can do a save state and a rewind function. So I can like I, I feel pretty confident on stage one and two now. But I it takes you know 30 minutes to get through those stages to get to stage three and just try it. And if I get there and die in the first minute, I don't actually get to learn the stage very well. So it's going to take forever to practice it like I normally practice an NES game. So I bought this game, whipped through the first two stages really quick, and then set a save on stage three. And I've just been playing stage three for the last like three, four days. I'm feeling pretty good about stage three now. So I just have a save on stage four to try and learn that one. And there's only four stages. So I've had a no death run on stages one, two, and three. So I figure as soon as I can get a no death run on stage four, I feel confident enough i just have to put those all together in one run now and then do it on the actual hardware so i've been playing a ton of akari warriors for three weeks and i'm feeling like i'm like three quarters of the way into it kind of thing wow had you but had you ever hard. have you ever finished it before before now um not legitimately no like there's the abba code mm-hmm. um so i tried to do a run like that uh when i first booted it up just to like see the whole game mm-hmm. that's a really really bad way to practice it because <clears throat> when you when you die you lose all your power-ups and the game is insane without any power-ups so every that's time my, you ABBA, that's my problem with gradius it's it's a bazillion times worse than Gradius. Really? Like because the that, game yeah. is jank. The game oh. is so <laughs> jank. You like so without all your power ups, your speed is so slow you can't dodge anything for beginners. Uh, your grenade has no radius on it. You your gun has no range on it. You cannot shoot through objects, but enemies can. Like there, there's so many downsides to not being fully powered up in that game that it's just 
impossible to progress. So when you do the ABBA code, you start with nothing again. So that's not how I'm trying to play the game. I'm trying to beat it legitimately. So I have to get good enough to not lose the power-ups or find the hidden hearts that like make you keep your power-ups when you die. Um, and, and there's some like mean things in the game. Like just when you beat a level, it will get rid of all your power-ups if you don't have a heart. Like it's yeah. like it's almost like dying when you beat the stage. It's really silly. There's, it was there's no free terribly. Yeah, and there's no free men other than a few high score like uh, milestones that you can get. There's no other way to get men in that game too, so you can't do anything cheap and like grind out men or like and you and you can't grind out a score either because if you stand still too long, it just starts firing random missiles at you to like keep you moving. <laughs> it's yeah, it's brutal. Have you watched other people play through it with commentary to try to get some tips, or you're just trying to do it all all on your own? No, I have done that many, 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 many times. I've watched some of the world record guys, uh, which uh-huh. doesn't help too much because they use glitches too. So there's like this right. helicopter glitch where when you get to the helicopter, you can just uh, blow it up immediately and like float through the rest of the stage with nothing <laughs> able to hurt you. So <laughs> that doesn't help me for that last half of the stage figuring out anything but there are a couple guys that have i've seen videos of that beat it legitimately and i watch them and there are some good things like they'll show me where some of the hidden items are when they're going through um but you really just have to learn the enemy patterns and which ones you need to blow up immediately before they even enter the screen so you like throw your grenade and then you scroll the screen up so the tank blows up before it has a chance to shoot you kind of thing so it's a lot of just learning the game I remember playing that one back then, and yeah, that was just because it was like one of those early two-player games, and there wasn't tons sure. of two-player simultaneous games, and so you played that one. It was just terrible. It was just terrible. I mean, it, <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. It's mean. It's it's one of the meanest games. Like usually, when the game's really hard, it's because there's a specific part of the game is hard, so you just have to figure out that one part. But it, the whole game from start to finish is just mean. Everything jank. Yeah. Yeah one hit kills and there's these guys like when you get into the water your speed reduces even more than it already does which is stupid and there's these guys in the water that can duck under the water and you can't hurt them until they pop out and when they pop out they take a shot or they explode if you're too close to them so you got to kill them before they get too close but you got to watch out for their fire when they jump out and like it's really just a nasty mean game and the stages three and four have bosses um and pretty pretty ridiculous like little hallways leading into those bosses with like just guys loaded up down both sides uh i've yeah i'm starting to get the hang of the third one the fourth one though i'm like still just like learning that whole stage out that's probably i would imagine gonna be one of the roughest ones you got left right there's there's a i had a a list of like about four or five games that i knew were gonna be tough and this one i like honestly i didn't expect it to be as tough as it has been on me um but yeah i still got like championship pool i've i've played in the past and that one's really tough because it's got this stupid random element to it uh mutant virus is just supposed to be like there's a lot of randomness to that game so you need a really really good run kind of thing to to get through it so it just takes a lot of attempts uh miracle piano i gotta learn how to (laughs) 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 that's dedication i'm sorry when somebody's like oh what do you gotta do to be, you know, all the ca- well? I have to literally learn how to play an instrument. <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to that one. Uh, I've got a little bit of music background from like way back in junior high, so I'm hoping that helps out a little bit. 
And then the only other one I'm really worried about is Qbert. Um, but after Kari Warriors, I'm like, Qbert's going to be fine. It's not going to be that bad. Like, I can play Qbert all day. You can at least earn free men and stuff in that game. Learn some oh, enemy man. patterns and things. Well, very good. Well, I, I look forward to your, uh, you know, rendition of all the NES music once you learn how to play piano. It's, uh... Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> I want to hear the, the, the Akari the Warrior theme is burnt into my head now. Yep. Yeah, that one's still in my head, too. Don't worry. I understand completely. Well, cool. Very. It sounds like it's been a busy month. Yeah. Yeah, you started off and you're like, no, nah, I don't have that much to talk about. But Well, it was mostly just going to be me complaining about Akari Warriors. And then I remembered all that other stuff. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, yeah, I didn't mention any of the vinyl. I picked up a handful of records, but uh, uh, the um, the Outer Wilds um, vinyl came in, which is one of the best records I've ever listened to. It's Besides the music just being great, the record just sounds amazing. It's mixed really well. Sometimes you get a record in and like it's it, like the it's just it doesn't sound right and like it sounds like too quiet and then like it's 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 weird because like you'll go from record to record with the exact same settings on the turntable and the receiver and everything and it's like you could tell like they just like grabbed a mix off the shelf and like pressed it to vinyl which you're not supposed to do you're supposed to mix it for vinyl and uh, the Outer Wild soundtrack sounds amazing um, the uh, uh, we got uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas uh, just came in. Um, the family all loves that, so we decided that uh, we'll just get that and throw it on, and you know, to prepare for Christmas decorating. Um, we got um, what was the other one? The uh, uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night came in. Uh, Borderlands One came in, and I think that was all of them. Yeah. So like that, a hand. The Outer Wilds that you got is that the one that came bundled with an extra copy of the game you didn't need that I was yeah. going to buy off you? Yep. So. so that's uh, it? Yep. So what? So what happened was, um, it was like, so I've never ordered from Limited Run until I ordered this Outer Wilds vinyl, and it 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 kind of irritated me because you could order the vinyl from I Am Eight Bit, and you could order the vinyl and the game from uh, Limited Run. So I went to I Am Eight Bit, and they were like sold out, and I was like, damn, all I wanted was the vinyl. So then I go to uh, Limited Run, and the bundle was still there. So I was like, whatever, I'll get the bundle. I'm sure I'll be able to move the game, no problem. And, uh, so then like I put it out on the slack and then, uh, uh, you were like, oh, I, you know, I would definitely uh, take the game if, uh, you know, that works. So, um, I was like, great. I got a buyer for the game. I'm good. And I just happened to notice like later on that same day, I am ape. It was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, we fixed back our website stuff. issue. Like they're <laughs> back in stock. It was like, no. So, um, so when I passed, so it ended up going out of stock and I never ordered from limited run before. I didn't realize that it takes them like, so yeah. like, like they they'd give an estimate, which is like yeah, it's it's fine, but like their estimate was like September, right? So like then September's gone, and then yeah, October's you always have gone. To add two to six months for whatever. That <laughs> yeah. It gets to the point where I don't even remember what right. I ordered, and it'll right. show up, and I'm like, oh yeah, exactly. I, I ordered that. It's like like the old Mitch Hedberg joke, like uh, uh, I love baked potatoes, but they take so long to cook. It's like sometimes if I'm not even hungry, I just throw a potato in the oven. Because <laughs> by the time it's done, <laughs> who knows? But uh, yeah. but yeah, I've, I've heard people say that before. Is like just a limited run package shows up, and they're like, "What the hell did I order from Limited Run?" <laughs> and then you open it up. Oh yeah, two years ago. Oh, so so I um, know I ordered something a little while back, and honestly, right now I can't remember what it yep. was. I, I'm waiting for my Shantae yep. Game Boy Color card to come in. 
Yep. Okay. So so like so uh so back to the outer wilds, like a few weeks ago, um just like I follow a blip bop blip blop on uh, Twitter, which is a video game vinyl uh um like kind of an aggregate site and they're awesome. Like they retweet uh, vinyl news and like you know releases and stuff like that. So they were like, Oh like I'm eight bit just put up like uh you know, some some what do you call it, like found stock or whatever, like oh we, you know, we found like another case of them or they hold them over for exchanges and they didn't need them or like whatever the reason is. So I saw that and I was like, you know what? I'll be able to move the vinyl because, you know, there's always a market for the vinyl as well. So I was like, you know what? I'm done waiting for limited run. I ordered it from IMA Pit and like three days late after it showed up, limited run was like, here's your tracking number. <laughs> so now I've got two of the outer wilds of uh, vinyls and, uh, uh, I've got your, uh, your game, Kelsey. So when I, when I, Get your uh, your Christmas care package. Uh, that'll be part of it. All right, we'll we'll chat after the show. And we'll figure that out. Yep. I had to just look while we were talking so I could remember what on earth I had ordered from. <laughs> I, I ordered a Genesis copy of Zero Wing when they did. Oh, they okay. Did those, so uh, yeah, all your base. Yeah. So next year I'll play Zero yeah. Wing. How, mu- how much of your base? <laughs> all. All all of your base. Well, um. Yeah, I mean, so it sounds like you guys have some exciting stuff. Um, I guess you know, there's some exciting things on my yeah. on my side of things. I mean, as far as life goes, uh, you know, it's COVID land still, um, mm-hmm. and it's worse now. So we don't need to go <laughs> anywhere uh, and do anything. Um, so you know, that's that's no fun. But the good news here's the good news: uh, the weather had been fantastic. I'm like literally. Uh, a week ago, I think mean, it was like one last weekend, it was warm enough that my kids were out playing in the sprinkler <laughs> in November. That's amazing. Uh, we Indiana. built a snowman. Yeah. So um, we, We've had some warm weather up here, like shorts and running around outside, but I don't think it's made it quite to sprinkler level, so that's good for you guys. Yeah, yes. Eden was like, "Can we can we play in the sprinkler today?" And I looked, and I'm like, "Sure, yeah, let's do it. We'll go to, we'll go to your grandma's and play in the sprinkler." So um, I'm like, "This is definitely the last time that's going to happen this yeah. year." And then it was like perfect. So the weather turned cold, um, like a little earlier in this like Wednesday or whatever. And Thursday was you know new console day, yeah. and um, for some of us. For for some of us, I, I, I was sad to hear that yours. Who knows what? Like the dog yeah. ate it or what? I don't know. It's just he, sitting in Edmonton is what my tracking says. It has not moved for three days from Edmonton. I don't know why. And you bought through Walmart, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. see, I don't understand because um, for me, I I got I got my PlayStation Five on Thursday. So um, very cool. I so- had not camped this whole thing out. I just got lucky. Um. Back, you know, like in September when they were September talking 16th, about it. Yeah. yeah. It's like just, you know, if you follow Wario64 on Twitter because that's what you do. And there's like, oh, hey, Walmart's PlayStation 5's up, Walmart. And I I sat for a second. I went, all right, I don't, that's not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to, you know. I even sat there for like a minute or two. I thought, well, all right, I'll try it. Why not? And then eh, the orders went right through. And I'm like, Wait a minute, that is nice. I'm like, that's awesome. Because I went, like, Amazon sold out, EB Games sold out, Best Buy sold out, 
uh, London Drugs sold out. And then I was like, I'll try Walmart, I guess. And then the cart kept crashing. And then eventually yep. it just it went through. And then I got an email from them like in the middle of October saying there was an issue with my card. So I had to call Walmart and like figure that out. And then they're like, okay, it's charged. Everything's fine. You'll get it when it comes out. And then, yeah, I got shipping notice on like November 2nd, which is 10 days before the console came out that it was in Ontario. So I'm like, excellent. This system is in my country 10 days before it's going to come out. I will have it on time. And it's still not here. So somewhere there's, uh, because they charge you guys the tax for stuff. So what do you think they're going through it or what? Uh, no, they sh- like they charged me like the regular provincial and federal sales tax, but there's oh, okay. no no import taxes or anything on my bill. Oh, okay, all right. So who knows? Just yeah, it's literally the Canadian a mail service. Is that the problem? I don't know. Like with all the stuff I ordered from Amazon, like it's showing up pretty consistently. So I don't know what's going on with this. I'm not sure. Mm. That's where. Well, I'll... I. Oh, so go ahead, Bill. I was just gonna say, I wonder if uh, is there any way. Like, can you contact someone at your local uh, post and say, like, here's the tracking? Can you guys contact someone at Edmonton? Or is there, like, just nothing you could do? At this point, I might have been able to make a fuss. But at this point, like, the tracking says it's going to show up on Monday or Tuesday. And it's mm-hmm. Saturday. So I can't do yeah. anything on a Sunday. So I'm just going to wait. If it's not here on Tuesday, then I'll start calling around. But... Yeah, for for me it was just random. I just random dumb luck. I'll just be really yeah. honest. I shouldn't have got it. I just stupidly lucky. But yeah. um, I, I was gonna do. It was like a couple days ago. They just said like they Bill were and his announcing stock. Right? Exactly. <laughs> just woke up. I'm a vibe PS5 right now. <laughs> but I was gonna say like a couple days ago, some of the guys in the uh, uh, the Lego raffle Discord that I'm in, they were like there's like an off topic a chat thread and they were like oh so is anyone going for the ps5 and some guys were, oh like i might i might and they're like because oh, walmart was like releasing stock like every couple of hours it was like okay it's gonna be, now be at noon it's not gonna be at two now it's gonna be at five so every time it was coming up i got like a reminder in the thread they're like okay it's coming up so i got on my computer you know refresh refresh there it is okay add to cart and you know everything's being slow and it's the same thing everyone else runs into okay now it's out of stock okay next time out of stock next time oh it's in the cart okay check out uh we're sorry this is out of stock you know so just the same thing everyone else goes through so i did it like two or three times and i'm like all right it's not meant to be so i do not have an order i'm really glad i didn't have to wade through any of that because honestly i don't think i would yeah um i think i would just wait because <laughs> I, I i don't like doing that i mean yeah, it's really same. annoying i really and, don't like yeah. doing it like uh, you know and we all have to understand that probably after the beginning of the year it's not going to be that hard to come right. across these things so yeah and and it bothers me because like i th- there's two experiences i've had where i had to kind of like wait in a virtual line on the internet to buy a thing that were fantastic one is buying badges for the penny arcade expo uh you know, pax east where it's run by Reed Expositions, so when you get on the website, you kind of join like this virtual queue. So you get in here, and it's like, okay, click here to buy badges. And then you get in a virtual queue, and it's like, all right, don't refresh your page. We got you. Don't worry about it. And it's like, you are number 3,436, and, you know, and then you're number 2,000-something, then 1,000-something, then 800, then 400, and 300. And it's like, all right, here's your two-minute window. Nothing's going to happen for these two minutes. You do your thing. When you're done, we'll let the next person in. It's like, geez. 
Someone has figured it out. Awesome that we have the technology. Let's do yeah. this. And then I had to buy Tool. To, I haven't been to a concert in ages, and Tool was touring last year for the new album. So I went to see him, and I went on Ticketmaster for the first time in a hundred years. And it's the same thing. Like t- tickets are going on sale. Click here. Okay, you're next. You're and like same thing. Here's the queue. Here's your number. And then when it's your turn to buy, it's like all right. Here's your here's your two minute window, and you click on the seat, and it's like okay, this isn't someone else's. So it's it's a little bit less good in packs because they're like okay, this ticket's in someone else's cart too. <laughs> so like, <laughs> so a few times I would click a seat, and I'm like okay, I want that, and they're like oh someone else got that. Okay, that seat. Oh someone else got that, and then the third one. Okay, yes, you can have this one, but it was still like you know the website wasn't crashing. You know like it wasn't like a, a terrible experience. So it's like. I, I just find it amazing that, like, I know that these companies like Best Buy and Walmart and Target, they don't deal, you know, daily with this, like a read exposition or that, you know, like a um, like a Ticketmaster does. But, I mean, this technology is out there. And it's amazing to me that for these instances where they need it, they don't have this on their websites. Yeah, it's like none of them do, too. You don't even have one good example. Yeah. And you would think that they would want something like that because I would imagine everybody F5ing like crazy probably just crashes the stuff yeah. or like makes it terrible for the people that just want to be like buy groceries or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, it's, it, they probably see it as like a DDoS attack. It's like, why are there 90 million requests coming in at this instant when we told everyone we were going to have PlayStation 5s? Right. I wonder why. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's but. crazy. But yeah, so so yeah, water. good on you for just being able to to grab it kind of like uh, on a whim like that. Yeah, well, even Walmart was weird. Like, um, you know, I got my information, and on the website it was just like preparing order. We'll give a tracking number to you soon. Okay. And then it just stayed that way. And I like the day before because it kept saying like it's gonna be here on the twelfth. Okay. But like the day before, I'm like, well, I, I mean, if it's going to be here on the 12th, you, I'd have to have a tracking info. I mean, you'd have to ship it by night. I could like overnight it. So anyway, I, I get on the chat and they're like, no, we're just going to be there. Don't worry. <laughs> We've got you. You'll get some information. And I was reading on Twitter where somebody was like, you can just go on FedEx and you'll see a package. And that's it's from this company. That's, that's what your PlayStation 5 is because they're using FedEx. And sure enough, I went on the FedEx thing. Yep, there you go. There's this package. It's going to be here on the 12th. Literally, I got the package. Everything else, I've still never received an email from Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I don't know what happened, but I'm glad I got it. So, you know, anyway, Mm -hmm. but I was really kind of perplexed at at how that went. I've never ordered something like that from Walmart before, so... No, me neither. It wasn't my first choice. It was like my sixth choice. Yeah, I don't I yeah. don't think I've ever ordered from Walmart before. Yeah, I've never done that. Um, but I mean, I'm glad. So anyway, uh, it shows up uh, Thursday and I ordered Demon Souls, but I got that from Amazon cuz I'm like, yeah, okay. I know sure. what I'm going to get. I know what right, to expect. Right. So um, they both show up and like literally about the same time when they uh, cool. got delivered. So I opened it up and um, they're no joke when you see the pictures. The thing is ridiculously huge mm-hmm. i mean just you're like the box is heavy mm-hmm. is giant I, like my wife knows I've, i'm getting this and i'm expecting it i i, I don't think she has any idea what it looks like <laughs> I'm, I'm really curious what her reaction's gonna uh, be i can't wait the she, she's is... gonna say is is that the fan that you got to, to <laughs> cool the room to prepare for it 
The good news, at least for me, is it does not fit in the entertainment center part where, like, under my TV where I normally have the consoles. That's the good news? Well, <laughs> here's the good news is that it takes up relatively little space when you turn it on its end like it shows. And so I like was able to, like, tuck it behind the TV, like, at the corner so I could just pop right. around, pop the disc in, hit the button. But it's you really don't like, even see it now. I, I keep seeing, like, how, how tall it is. How wide is it? Because I think... It won't fit where I want to put it either, and I'm going to have to put it somewhere else. It's probably like PS4 wide. So okay. think of like PS4 length, but maybe like another GameCube length stacked on top of it. I mean, it's okay. really very long, but the width is about the same as what you would expect. Oh, but but you also have to have the cords on the other side, though, right? So it's different. Than it's all out PS4. the back. Yeah, yeah all the cords so come I'll out the back. I'll probably have to stand it up in a different spot. That's fine. Yeah, this yeah. is the first time I've ever bothered to stand a console up because I've never needed to before. Um, but it works pretty well. Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think I've stood consoles up. Like I've had them on. Like I have like a my TV's mounted kind of above my fireplace. So like a few times I had the the Xbox up on the mantle just to be like away from the kids. Yeah. Um. So like and just so just because there wasn't enough room, I've stood it up uh, there. But yeah, in, in, in general, you know, they just lay down. Right. My PS2, my PS3, and my 360 all have been standing up forever. Mm. Okay. Mm. Um, I just the way the the entertainment stand where my you know my TV sits on top of it, and it just has the shelves underneath, so it's just easier to slot you know nice. stuff yep. and underneath that. Um, but I, the good news, like I said, it just it fits back there perfectly because it's not again very tall, mm. but not big otherwise. So it was no problem to set it back there. I will say a couple things about this um, and then kind of talk a little bit about, but um, number one, the packaging, they've learned a lot. Um, it's very Apple-like when you open the box. It's like, okay, and then here's a little thing on the top with a little thing you pop up to pull <laughs> the box out with. And then it's all the little compartments with these little pull tabs. And it's really put together really very neatly and how it all comes out because you have like this little box on the top and here's your controller and here's your cords and here's your little get started manual and you know then you get the everything that you need out of there and the get started manual is pretty straightforward i mean it's if you've set up a console you pretty much have the idea but there's a couple things probably you would want to look at because if you're doing like a system transfer from a ps4 you know just have it on and have it on your network so that way when you do this the console setup it's ready and it'll just do it for you so um the the controller is heavy so bill think about like an elite controller mm -hmm. it's that heavy okay so um my regular controller so it's about about the same yeah it's got a lot of heft to it where like the ps4 controller is not like paper light but i mean it's a lot lighter than, sure. than this thing and it's hefty um it doesn't feel exactly like a dual shock so they've kind of i think it's evolved a little bit the feel in the hands honestly feels a little more xboxy mm -hmm. but with the playstation layout you know what i mean so right. I, I think it's i think they've played around with that shape a little bit with it but everything else is pretty much what you would expect obviously you guys probably have seen i'm thank god they got rid of that stupid light at the top um <laughs> But it does, like, yeah. around the touchpad, it glows. So there is color right. LEDs that are in there, and they can change it. So um, 
I mean, most of the time it's the standard stuff, right? Like it's charging, it's orange, if it's on, it's whatever. Different Um, colors for different players, I imagine. Yeah, and I've even seen, I didn't realize this, I was watching a video playing Resident Evil 3 on it. Um, The color will change based on your health. And the oh, like, like green, red, yellow, green, red, yellow. Kind of yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I mean, neat things, I guess. It's that's not, not even a PS5 game. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, everything pretty much plays. But when you take it out and hook it up and everything, um, it goes through a startup process and it kind of walks you through everything. And it does it really pretty well. So um, it takes you through, obviously, like plug in your controllers so it can sync it. And like before you even do all the setup, it says, "Hey, do you have a game on disc?" If so, go ahead and pop it in. We'll start installing it while while you do your system setup. And I was like, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, you know? smart. Yeah, so I pop the disc in, uh, and I keep going through the setup, and it kind of walks you through the basic stuff. But also, like, do you want to do a system transfer? Do you have a PS4 stuff that you want to bring over? Because there's different ways that you can log in. You can do the PlayStation app. You can put in, of course, your login info. You have to kind of do that. Uh, but if you have the new PlayStation app on your phone, they just have like a QR code thing you can snap a quick picture of, and it takes care of all that, logging you in from the app. So it's kind of nice. Um, and then from there, it, it's got a spot where you can do your system transfer from PS4. So it's it goes through if as long as your PS4 is on. Okay, here it is. Um, what do you want to bring over? It's so like obviously like your saves are there, but also like any installed games you can check or uncheck boxes like you know bring these over and um and then once you get past that there's a little more setup that you're doing but it just does that it starts that process going and so you know whatever you've got there kind of happening in the background while you finish things up and then of course it gives you a quick little tour of things and then it drops you off uh, at the menu um i will tell you that i was shocked and amazed at the system transfer speed um to get my PS4 stuff over, I brought over, I think, Bloodborne, Neo, um, Street Fighter V uh, for installed games. I think those were the three I brought over. And then, of course, my saves. And we're talking a minute? A minute and a half mm-hmm. to transfer all that stuff over from PS4. Uh, and if you've ever, I mean, you guys know, when you install a game on PS4, it's not fast right it takes a long time and yep i i seriously didn't believe it i was like wait a minute no something went wrong right it didn't do that (laughs) right so i popped corrupted my neo file no (laughs) (laughs) right i thought i was like what the heck um but yeah it was just like done okay we're pretty much ready and i'm sure if you had more the big problem is like space you don't you only have like 600 something gigabytes free period I mean, before you even start yeah. installing anything. Yeah, that's kind of rough. But, um, so I did that. You know, I installed Demon Souls. Of course, there was a day how, one patch. How big is Demon Souls to install? How much room does that take up? Gosh, I would have to look. I didn't pay that much attention. I want to say so it was like around th- 100 and something, maybe. Because those other three games you mentioned, I think they're all between the 20 and 30 gig range. So you probably got about 100 gigs worth of those three games. Yeah. Or Street yeah. Fighter might be more depending on what you have. I don't know what your season passes stuff is like. Patches and things. Yeah. And so yeah. there was a day one for Bloodborne. But honestly, even after I was all done and it had to keep finishing installing, it really didn't take very long to down. I mean, most of it was just waiting for that patch. I mean, the install part from the disc 
I don't know. I wasn't even paying attention because it just did its thing pretty much in the background. It was just um, the day one patch. But I mean, I would say after I got done with stuff, I mean, I spent time fooling around with the system settings and the menus, and then I was ready to play. Mm-hmm. So when you install the disc, do you still need the disc to play? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Same thing with PS4 games that you transfer yep. over. If they were disc games, you still have to you still have to have the disc in it for it to authorize it. I will tell you one thing. The disk drive is crazy loud. Um, <laughs> the system itself is really quiet. So once you're done installing a game or once it checks the disk and shuts it down, I, you don't hear a thing, um, which is thank God because PS4 was crazy loud and PS3 was like a rocket ship or something. <laughs> See, I, I always heard that about the PS4 and I never really experienced it until I was playing Horizon with my son and it was going crazy. I'm like, this is what everyone's talking about, the like jet taking off because... I really hadn't had that happen before. Yeah, there were some games like Neo and stuff um, when you're trying to play it like in performance mode and it's just... <laughs> you know, it's like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Are you uh, talking like about a, the specifically the... Specific, excuse me, specifically the Pro? No, I've got the uh, like launch, like original yeah, PS4. Too. Not the Slims or anything else, just the old OG PS4. Gotcha. Yeah, because I, I had the, the one terabyte Slim that came out that like the spider-man bundle like a couple black friday one or two black fridays ago and i don't remember the disc ever being an issue so maybe it was just just the uh the original model no it wasn't the the disc disc. it was the fan yeah oh the fan yeah yeah like somebody turned a vacuum i mean it's not that crazy but i mean you can hear it it. was that crazy today (laughs) when i did horizon it was so loud you can hear it you're like is that okay? <laughs> You're kind of like, oh, that's going to break. I, I was like, save often, because I don't know when this thing's going to overheat and shut down. Yeah, but it never did. Seriously, did. yeah. But um, PlayStation 5, I don't I don't hear it at all. I mean, mm-hmm. nothing. Um, except the disk drive. Man, when that thing is going, you're like, mm-hmm. wait, what? Yeah. And I, I almost makes me wonder if like, they maybe were thinking about going all digital and just kind of added the disk drive later because mm-hmm. well that's when you look at the two designs it looks like they designed the disk list one and then they're just like add this other bump in here for the mm-hmm. disk it almost feels like that because again like you would think no like you would probably try to dampen the sound or something a little bit but now they just like slapped it in the case like, whatever here it is but I mean, I guess it probably it wasn't a big deal to them because once you get the game installs up, it's done. It shuts off. I mean, it's right. not that big of a not a problem. So I mean, <clears throat> starting a game is just stupid. Like they advertise. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. I kind of thought when you do the advertise, like, oh come on, man, really? Is it kind of like that? It is. <laughs> just push a button. <laughs> There's the game. Okay. Yeah. Like you're ready to play. There's no anything. You're just like, there's the game. Start playing. So how do you get all your Demon Souls lore if there's no loading screens with an item and like a paragraph of text underneath it? That's the thing. I, you know, I'm used to playing Demon Souls and like in between, it's like literally like two minutes of load every time oh, yeah. you do anything or die. Or Now it's just like the screen goes to yeah. a cloud for like, I don't know, five seconds and you're done and you're right but, there. And, and, and they said that too. Like uh, I forget who said it. And like one of the, the press things was like, it's so fast that they've had to slow it down 
like developers have had to slow things down. So like that's what's going to happen is like there'll be lore on the so like the same like Skyrim. Like whenever you fast travel or whatever and there's like lore or something to look at, it's like they could design the game where they still have that and you could just press the X button, you know, like when you're ready to, oh, you know, right. when you're done to to leave or whatever, yeah. So when the Mass Effect remasters come out, are you just going to be so mad that there's no elevator rides anymore? Ah. <laughs> <sighs> It's it's that that'll be uh, like a special feature on the uh, on the uh, like the director commentary. We'll have uh, a whole. Th- I I really can't wait. I I've been thinking about playing those games again, so I'm really looking forward to uh, that legendary edition. I can't. I, I know I you were hoping for a Switch there's version. There's conversations. There's conversations <laughs> yeah. that take place on the elevators. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was another thing that got announced. Yeah, the finally, right? Finally, yeah. And, and speaking of vinyl, the um. Oh, I didn't even mention this. What a big dummy. <laughs> uh, uh, the um, the Mass Effect. Um, there was a rumor that the uh, vinyl. Uh, there's a there's a Mass Effect trilogy uh, uh vinyl set that's like crazy expensive because it's out of print. And there was a rumor that it was going to get reprinted. Um, and it was kind of related with the uh the you know mass effect legendary edition so like the day that it got announced like the n7 november 7th uh uh day it's kind of this like unofficial mass effect like fan kind of like recognition day um they uh, space lab nine who's a vinyl uh, manufacturer they announced like yep it's happening it's the four lp mass effect trilogy uh, box set it's going to be an exclusive pre-order on our website start i think it's like january 21st um so that happened and i can't believe i forgot to mention this um the uh my most wanted vinyl for years has been the destiny the music of destiny volume one uh, vinyl box set the six lp set uh now while that's not getting repressed uh like bungie announced they didn't announce the details but like on their weekly like uh blog they were like oh uh by the way there's going to be like a, a, a merch refresh on our store like next week and one of the images was like a record so people were like, oh, like, so they're doing some more vinyl. That'll be cool. So they announced and, like, put up the pre-order for Music of Destiny Volume 2, uh, another 6LP vinyl set. It costs 10 bucks more than the last one did, but it comes with a slip mat for your uh, uh, turntable, uh, which I think is a nice uh, uh, trade-off. Um, so uh, I ordered two uh, because uh, I'm not going to be uh, caught without this uh, thing again. But uh, but yeah, I can't believe I forgot to mention that before. But uh, but yeah, the um, the the Mass Effect vinyl the order is up in January, so that'll be another big set to add to the vinyl collection. Remind me when that one comes out so I can get in. I would I like the Mass Effect music a lot. So so good, and the first track on it, it's some you would think it would be like like the title screen or like some you know whatever theme. So I looked it up. the The first track on the record is like you know when like you're looking at the uh like you're like on the normandy and like you're looking at the world map like where am i going to go next mm-hmm. that's the first track on it so it just gets you like i i, I hear it in my head i don't want to like sing it because it'll sound like an idiot but uh there's some really really good music uh on that soundtrack like some really trippy spacey you know sci-fi like exactly what you'd expect to hear from that type uh of game but yeah really really excited for that one I'll just mention too. I, I, Bill, did you play Andromeda? I did not. I w- I had every intention to, and then it came out, and like just the the the, the storm of uh, you know, like the 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 bugs and like the. Uh, I just remember like being re- looking forward to it, 
and then just kind of hearing whispers before it came out. It's like, ah, oh, it's not very good. Like the embargo isn't up until like a week after the game comes out, and that's never a good sign. And it came out, and it was I remember like it was super buggy, and there was like like um, uh, what do you call it? There was lots of like screenshots and video of like you know like facial expressions not looking right, <laughs> and, like eyes bugging out, and like Assassin's Creed style, you know, like just like eyeballs like everywhere. So I remember thinking. I'm going to wait until they fix this. And then I remember like really really quickly like through like 2 months after it came out, it was like 10 bucks. And I was like I'm not even going to bother. Well, only the reason I just want to mention real quick before we kind of get back into other things is um <clears throat> EA plays on Game Pass now, so you can go play it. That's right. Gratis. Yeah, that's true. And I would say it's worth a play. Um I will say it's not up to par. It's worth a play. I, I've heard, yeah, I, like like six, eight months after it came out, there was an article on Polygon that was like, Andromeda is a mess and absolutely worth your time. Yeah. And I, and I read the article and it was like, don't think, you know, like, don't think you're going to get a Mass Effect, you know, two or three. No. Just go in and just go in fresh, just keep an open mind. It's worth you playing through it once. So I've, I've had it on my radar, you know, from that point. Well, I would highly encourage you to check it out. I think you'll have fun with it just knowing what it is and going in. Mm. Yeah, I think you'll have fun. Gotcha. Um, so, you know, I, I, some of this stuff, obviously, with the PlayStation, you know, it's, there's been a lot of coverage. I don't have to go over everything under the sun that's there, but I will tell you that I was... The, the, the haptic feedback is more than what I had... You know, originally when they said that, I thought, like, oh, okay, it'll be like the Xbox with, like, rumble triggers and things. That's kind of what I expected, but... This is really very different. Um, you're, you're, talking about the, you're talking about the resistance on the triggers? No, they can... There's a motor build. They can fight you. Right. So, like, for example... <laughs> okay, I'm telling, like, Demon Souls. Mm-hmm. You've got a bow, right? Okay. And so you use the trigger to shoot an arrow. Pretty straightforward. But when you're going to shoot an arrow, so the trigger goes about halfway down, no problem. And when you get there, you feel it catch, and then it's a little harder and slower to pull back. So it's like when your person, they're like going, they, they draw back. The, the first part's the easy part, right? And then they have to pull it back. You can feel all of that, because the first part's the easy part, and then you have to, you feel it like I'm pulling that bowstring back. Extra tension. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's interesting. It's not. It's kind of more than what I bargained for. And I will tell you, at least Demon Souls, and I'm at, you know, there's not a lot of PlayStation 5 games to check out right now, but um, that uses the speaker on the controller a lot. Mm. I mean, a lot. So you have a lot of it really so you is just into... scream, you died every time? <laughs> no. But I mean, like, there's a lot of... It's in the sound mix of the game. So, like, you're hearing... Will you hear, like, sword clangs and stuff? Yeah, like, things that would okay. be close to your character, you're hearing those sounds come out of the controller. Oh, yeah, well it'd be cool. Like, so, like, if you, like, mix. step on something, like, yes. you'll hear... Ah. Like, a box breaks, or okay. a sword clangs, or you're doing, like, a backstab. You'll hear the, you know, noises. You know, it'd be cool if you would hear, like, like rats scurrying around your feet or something like that? Yeah, I, I mean, they use it a lot. Right. So, is, it, is, um, it, is it something that you would hear out of the speakers, and you also hear it through the controller, so it's, like, built into the mix? Or it's like only out of the controller, not out of the speakers. It's only out of the controller, so it's a uh, part. It's like a whole separate speaker. It's in a the whole mix. another channel, yeah. 
Yeah, and I'm sure if you're doing headphones or something, it's probably, you know, all just mixed together. But it really... I mean, it's tinny. It's a controller speaker. Yeah. But, I mean, it sounds pretty good. It sounds pretty good. So, um... So, yeah, I mean, um, you guys probably don't want me to talk about Demon Souls, although it's awesome. And just, they didn't change much, which is like, I thought, oh, okay, they're going to change this because so it's you're too, happy with the world tendencies? Yeah, it's too out there and wacky in some parts for normal people to want it, like, be a launch game. <laughs> nope. They, they added one quality of life feature, which I applaud them for because it's a big deal. And that is because you have item, you have burden in the games, like Skyrim or something. You only carry yeah, so much yep. crap. Sure, but, sure. But what happens is um, it's not like in Skyrim where you become over encumbered, move slowly. You just can't pick crap up if you're full. So what they did in this new version is they let you, with a button, just send anything that you can't carry to your home inventory, your like your storage box. So you can go get it later, which is huge because in the original game, like if there was a unique drop and it was there and you couldn't hold it, you either had to drop some other crap and pick it up or it was gone and you weren't going to get it. So uh, that was a really good thing. So, you know, the multiplayer is, is fantastic. I've been having a great time. It's a beautiful game. Um, I, even if you're not a souls person, I still think you could enjoy it. Maybe it's, it's still very punishing. There's no easy mode, um, but you can, you know, you can have uh, multipliers that you can bring in now up to two people to help you. So that's a little easier, I guess. But you can also have two people invade you. So, <laughs> so anyway, oh, like like tag team you? Yeah, because you can get or up to six players. Running. You can get up to six players simultaneously. So you could have like three on threes. Um, yeah. So you could invite two phantoms, and then if you have three of you, then you can get three invaders, and you can face off if if, if you wanted to go that crazy. Um, and then um, you know, what was the coolest part, and, I, and then I'll move off this because I know you guys aren't big Demon Souls or what fans, but I won't want to ruin anything because I would, Kelsey, I would recommend maybe playing it at some point in time. But there's this boss fight, and I won't say much other than you get to participate in the boss fight. And there's certain ways that this happens. And um, that was totally broken in the old version because it's been offline for a long time. And then, like, it happened for me, like, really quick. And I was like, <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> this is, man, it's amazing. So, um, yeah, I would say it's really enjoyable. And and just for, like, backwards, about, like, uh, right before the call here, Maddie wanted to play um, Undertale. And so, you know, we're like, okay, we'll install it on the PS5. Um, I mean, I understand, granted, it's a small game. I mean, but, like, installed in 10 seconds, I mean, or something. Mm. It was it was really fast, and she was up and running and playing. So, uh, very impressive. And, uh, you know, just like Mass Effect Remasters coming out, the Neo Collection is coming out for PS5. So, and uh, your old saves will work. So, I'm going to get to be able to just drive right over into the new version next year um so yeah a lot of cool things uh, i'll still plan to get a new xbox after the beginning of the year when i can save a few more shekels but um yeah i mean it's it's a great system i'm really curious and excited to hear your thoughts i'm guessing because you just got miles morales is that all you've got coming yeah i i was planning on having cyberpunk shortly after but that got delayed again so gotta wait till december for that now Okay, so is that just going to stick with that one game or try something else? Or 
Um, if I go into my old store and they have a Demon Soul sitting there, you know, it'll be pretty hard to resist. They may not have one sitting there, but, uh... Oh, I, I know some guys who might keep an eye out for me, though. Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. Yeah, but, um, so that's been really interesting. Not been long. I mean, it's only been a few days, but I've been playing way too much Demon Souls. Yeah, hopefully by next show, I'll have mine, very hopefully. And then we can, yeah, send some stories back and forth. I, I'm really curious about the Astros Playroom, too. I've heard lots of really neat things about how they use the controller in there. I haven't fired that up yet, so I've been yeah. so busy playing. I haven't Apparently, tried. it feels like a Nintendo game, both in like how it's creative with the controller, and there's just like tons of like fan service from Sony throughout the generations um, in their little Easter eggs all over the place from Final Fantasy and God of War and like everything they've ever done. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely gonna give a shot. I'm probably gonna, because it seems more like a kids game. So I'll probably let Eden and Maddie play around with it a little bit. But I'll give it a shot too. Um, cool. I mean, it's nice. It's a freebie. They don't totally. You know, yeah. It's kind of surprised that they decided to pitch something in. But I guess this is kind of like that Nintendo. Hey, let us show you what the controller can do, kind of thing. Yeah, because like even from what I've read, people um, like you can feel the textures you're walking on like they're like when you're walking on sand it's different than when you're walking on ice than when you're walking on solid ground than when you're walking in water like you can just just the tactile feel of those haptics are like changing with everything like so slight that it it really feels like all these different surfaces i can imagine because like i said that controller has a lot of heft and so it must have a lot of i mean mean, not I'm, obviously, it's got motors for the triggers now, but I mean, they must be very variable. They must be able to do a lot for it because you can really feel that it's not just your standard rumble. It's not on or off or a little faster, a little slower. It does yeah. feel kind of different. So, um, yeah, I, it's it's like just the no load time thing is the part that just, uh, you know, you feel like you're back to playing cartridge games again. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah, and that's yeah. I think that's the biggest part where you're. It's like the first couple times you're just like, wait a minute, what? And so I'm really excited for the Xbox too because obviously I got truck truckload of Xbox games and yeah. Um, yeah this is that's you could have just given me probably that for this generation. Uh, you know, getting all my time back from loads is gonna be because I don't have a lot of time to play a lot of time. You know what I mean? And then if I have to wait for all these loads and installs. Yeah, uh, yeah. If that goes away, man. I mean, it, it being that the the game I play more than anything else is is Destiny, and I was playing on console uh, up until Shadow Keep, and the console performance just was steadily getting worse and worse and worse, and like just it was always like guys like. And it's an online game, so like you boot it up, and like you gotta wait for it to hit the servers, and then you gotta wait to for it to log in, and you're in orbit, and you gotta go to a planet, and it's like you had to go to this guy to get your bounties, and you gotta go to this guy to get some materials, and like it, everyone, it was the same complaint every couple of days on Reddit, like it was like it takes like 15 minutes just to get ready to play the game between all the loading and all like the busy work and everything and uh when i moved to pc it was like that was the biggest difference uh when you have you know the performance and the ssd and like you know the the extra hardware and you just load the game up and you're in and you go you know go to fast travel here and you're in and just having more of that time back like it it's one of those things that on paper doesn't sound like that big a deal oh it's going to load faster and then when it's in your hands and it's working it's like this is amazing like I said, it feels like you're back to the cartridge days. Mm. Uh, it's that fast. So, 
Game Hopefully tapes. they can get some memory upgrades that are available at not seven jillion dollars at some mm-hmm. point. I mean, like right yeah. now they're saying like for PlayStation Five, like there's no certified additional storage. Period. Oh, for storage, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can't even at this point put your PS Five installs on an external hard drive to archive them for later. So I'm sure it's That's, coming. Yeah, it seems like uh, that you would you would assume that's a feature that they're going to have at some point so i can understand for launch it's not a big deal because i mean right. if you bought all the launch games i mean what is there like two <laughs> three? yeah i mean you know you can't yeah really there, do there, there's a lot there's third party stuff there's like uh there's call of duty there's call of duty there's assassin's creed there's watchdogs uh there's you know spider-man demon souls Sackboy, ratchet uh, clank yeah, but like you look at those and like I think uh, Call of Duty is like 130 gigs install, okay. and Assassin's yeah. Creed's probably 100 gigs install. Like, yeah, yeah. De- Destiny Two is like Destiny ones. Two is right around like uh, between 70 and 90, I think. Yeah, somewhere like that. Now is and that, that on PS Five now? And that and that has shrunk. Yes. Um. So the uh, um uh, Destiny Two is cross generation. So um, you get it like you know if you have it on your you know your Xbox account, it it will go forward to the uh, to the uh, the Series X and the same thing with PS4 to PS5. The like enhancements um, they couldn't make it for launch, so they're coming like December week one or something like that. So like it just plays the same way it would on your PS4, probably with better loading times. Mm-hmm. And then like in like early December, like you'll actually get like all the uh, like the enhancements for uh, like the. Uh, what do you call it? Like the 60 frames uh, per second uh, update and, and all that stuff. So, uh, so yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty excited, and I'll be interested to see Xbox when I can afford one. But uh, I did find out that my TV does support 4K 120. So, nice. Um, for any games that can do that. I'm still waiting for uh, a work payment to come through, and then whenever that does, uh, we'll probably be upgrading our TV. That's right. You were looking at the uh, at the OLEDs, right? Yep. Oh, dude, I'm telling you. <laughs> I I bought my first Amazing. 4K Blu-ray in anticipation. So whenever we get that, I got some Terminator Dark Fate waiting for me. Get uh, you one of these LG OLEDs. Yeah. It's shocking how good it looks and how I mean, yeah, I don't know how to explain it. It's fantastic. It's it's I, I I have like honestly like I've got you know I've got Vizio screens Samsung TLC like I have no problem with whatever brand TV you want and I know a lot of people are really into like oh I don't care just get me like a cheap you know get me like the two or three hundred dollar you know like 4K you know TCL or whatever yeah. TV I'm telling you like I I really really don't like being like snobbish with TVs but when I see the picture on some of these you know like uh, it it's it just looks washed out. It just looks like completely like wiped over, and it's and and the OLED in the display room doesn't even do it justice because it's in a room full of fluorescent lights, right? Like I'm telling yeah, you, you, like you turn the, your lights out in uh, your living the, room. The OLED in, in someone's house with the lights out is like looking through a window. Yeah, that's the whole weird part. Is that yeah, OLED in the dark? If there's any part of the screen that's black, you just don't see the screen. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, Schwarzenegger just walked in to my house. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. So yeah, I would. I know it's crazy expensive. I don't recommend yeah. it for everybody, but splurge on yourself. Get one that the family can enjoy. Put some cheap TVs elsewhere in the house. I get it. Um, but yeah, I, I would be. I'm really excited to hear what you've you're gonna you've got to say about it, Kelsey. And, and 
Bill, are you? When are you going to hop on the bandwagon? Are you going to do a PlayStation Five or an Xbox, or what are you thinking? I'm probably going to go for the uh, GeForce RTX 3080 <laughs> for the gaming setup. That'll be okay, my the big boy. Yeah, that'll. Well, no, this is the medium boy. <laughs> oh, okay. There's a 3090. So, yeah, so the 3070 is the uh, entry uh, level boy uh, for the uh, in the G- new GeForce RTX series. Then there's the 3080, which is the $500 card. Um, or no, uh, 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 seven. I, I got I got to look at my prices. But then the 3090, which is the big boy, that's like the the 12 to 1500 one. That for one's a card. The, yeah, that well, that's like you know, remember like the the money is no object for like the one to two percenters or like the guys who like you know they just want all the frames. So it the price to price performance ratio is not good. Um, but like it's it's they're like you know here's here's the Flag biggest shit, beefiest right? co- exactly that's yeah. that's the guy so the um so the thing is for me I've got a GTX 1080 uh, that's that's been a workhorse of a card it's it's awesome the 2080 has been like you know their their big series for a while but the 2080 was only been like you know like you know 20 25 percent faster than the 1080 so I'm like eh, am I really gonna spend you know the five six hundred bucks for like twenty percent um so uh. Or, or, or like a little more than that, like 35, 40%, depending on like the, you know, the game you're running. But the 3080 is almost twice as fast as the 1080. So that's usually where I like to do my upgrades if I can get twice the performance. So, um, I've got, uh, uh, some, uh, Amazon gift cards, uh, that I've been saving up. Uh, I've, I, I'm not counting on it, but we have a vendor at work who we do a lot of business with and they gave me a, a nice little, uh, Amazon uh, gift card uh, last year that would almost be able to cover the uh, 3080. So I'm nice. um, I'm considering that it's it's uh yeah it's uh I I think we will end up with a Series X at some point, mm-hmm. but uh, you know at at this point you know with with Game Pass and with already having the Xbox up there, it's probably one of those things that probably won't get until there's something that pushes us towards it a little bit harder. Yeah, I mean, right now, that's the whole thing. It's like um, there's nothing exclusive at all, right? It's all just mm-hmm. looks better, runs better kind of thing, right. right? Right. So, I mean, not that that's a bad thing at all. No. But, um, it's, it, it's like with any console. You know, I mean, like, you know, usually you, you like to have a game that's like, okay, here's the game that's like, you know, here's the Mario Odyssey or, you know, yeah. here's the Breath of the Wild. You know, you really want to have that experience, but... Uh, but yeah, it's at at this point, and I think that's what I'm seeing like a lot on you know uh, Twitter and just kind of out there is like, it's you know they cost what they cost, they're great, they do what they say they're gonna do, and they're gonna be the same price in six months, and there's gonna yeah. be more stuff, you know. So it's it's it all depends on your situation, and if it's worth your you know if you say it's worth your five hundred dollars right now, then it is, and you should get it. So if you don't think it is, then, you know, hold off a little bit. But uh, the experience is exactly what they said it was going to be. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I would encourage anybody to try to go through torturous means to try to get one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, mean, I can't. I wouldn't have done it. Um, but if you get the opportunity, that's uh, pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll report back, you know, in months when I can get a new Xbox. But I'm, I'm waiting until after the holiday thing is over. And there's stock, and I can just go to Amazon and click a button, and it shows up. <laughs> right. Now, do you have is Game Two on the horizon for you? For uh, so you have your Demon Souls. Yes. And then, what is the number two game for you? 
Neo Collection. I think comes <laughs> I was out. just gonna guess that. What's the February? date? I think. Oh, February. really? So, so there's no chance of another PlayStation Five game before February for you. Uh, I don't we'll, think so. We'll talk them into Cyberpunk. Yeah, oh, maybe you guys can talk about the cyber, yeah. Cyberpunk. But um, I don't know. I, the break, I've been blasting through Demon Souls. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm churn through that. For, I'll, <laughs> I'll probably try to platinum it. Um, that at least give me a lot of content. But I've I've been blazing. You know, beating it won't be a problem. I'll say mm-hmm. that it's right. getting all the trophies that will be the challenge. Did you platinum it on? Uh the previous on, version i did on ps3 mm-hmm. i will tell you that's probably one of the hardest ever really uh, yeah. from all the stuff you have to, it all the weird are there all, di- all different of these things uh-huh. you have to do are there different trophies in the ps5 version than the the previous one that you did platinum i don't know i haven't researched it okay. um from what i've seen because some of them are hidden of course most have of them you seem tried the like the hint mode that's like built into the ps4 i've heard about and what do you who do you think i am no. I, I know you don't need to i'm just curious how it functions as a scholarly like researcher maybe after i play the through the first time i'll because yeah. because that game's all about like self-discovery and exploration yeah. and those they feel like really bad for this style of game yeah. specifically yeah is that is that part of the game or part of the console it's part built of the into the console, and then the developers can choose to use it or not. Gotcha. And yeah, and it's most even of weird. Stuff's using it to show it off. In the menu, like the options for the system itself, like system level stuff, they did. Yay! Some of the stuff that I can't believe. Remember back in the 360, you could set preferences like, "Oh, um, I like my vertical axis yes. flip." Right? Yeah. Like, there was like, I, yeah, for driving, I like this. And yeah, and there was there was even one that was like difficulty level. Like, yeah, what do you it, like your default difficulty level? And it was like, oh, it's such a good idea. And it was all up to the developer if they used it or not. The PlayStation Five has all that stuff. So, like, yeah. default difficulty level on a game. Yeah. Um, on a on a game, do you like performance mode or do you like high quality mode? Do you mm. like do you for first person shooters? Do you like your your sticks inverted? You know. Mm-hmm. It's all system level. And also one of the things is, like, do you want warnings about spoilers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there's a system cool. level tag for that. So, um, yeah, I'm and like, yeah, audio stuff, too. Like, you can have subtitles automatically on for everything. Yes. And volume settings for, like, music and, and sound cool. effects and dialogue and, and stuff. Yeah, and even, yeah, like, what dialogue track you like, right? Mm-hmm. If, usually it's, like, default for your region, but, you know, mm-hmm. if I always wanted Japanese dialogue or something, you can set that to be the default. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, but these are not new ideas. Like, the 360 did tons of this stuff, but, like, sure. Xbox dropped it for some reason last time right. around. It was a dumb idea. So, yeah, I mean, it's um, really cool. They Some of the feature stuff, I, I guess, I don't know if they support it yet. They're talking about, like, uh, you know... Not that I have it, but like on the box, it's weird. It says 8K. It supports 8K. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> but like Digital Founder did a video, and they're like, it doesn't support 8K. <laughs> it's like, like it doesn't even not an option for that. So right. it, it must be something coming. Not that it, I w- yeah. care about 8K, but yeah, it's uh, um, I, I think I read a thing about that too, and like they were saying that it's like uh, that like it supports like. 8k like video that was encoded in 8k will like play back on it 
but like it doesn't actually output 8K, which is a weird thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why did you even put that on the box? I'm like, yep. is anybody looking for some like, what's the 8K console that I like? Tr- trust mm-hmm. me, dude, this thing, it's a nice machine, right? right? But even what they've talked about with the specs, if you want like 60 frames per second in some of these games, a performance mode, you're probably not getting full 4K. Right. All right. Don't talk about 8K. <laughs> right. Forget that. Yeah. It's, just forget I, that part. I, I really feel like it's such a marketing thing because, like, when you, when, like, think about, like, how, you know, you talk to your friends about the consoles and you talk about, hey, the new PlayStation 5 is coming out. And then what do you, your friend says, okay, like, what's new about it? And you, and you tell them the benefits. You tell them, like, oh, this controller is great. The other uh, load times, you wouldn't believe. Uh, the network has been greatly, imp- like, all this stuff. No one says, oh, dude. It's 4K now with the ability to go to 8K lit. No one cares about the Ks. It's give me something that I can like, like touch, feel, see, like those are the benefits. So that's why we always argue that frame rates more important, more important than resolution. Absolutely. And so that was my system default. I put on performance mode. You can keep the Ks. I want to play. Give me, give me HDR and frame rate over Ks. Absolutely, absolutely. Because I mean, I'm my old eyeballs. I'm not yeah. that the difference. I'm just telling yeah, I, you. I, yeah. I got one K eyeballs. I don't. You, you throw more than one K at me. You're just wasted case. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's it. And I would be curious from our listeners, right? If you guys have gotten a new console, you know, let us know, or just shoot like a tweet, or or I'd be curious what other people are thinking, or what you guys picked up, or. Are we missing some kind of showcase title? I mean, I've tried to keep up on the news, but I'm old and I just bought some stuff. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I I do find uh, I don't I don't know if it's just being older or just like my the change in habits, but I've gone from someone who plays like a billion different games all the time and stays up on the new stuff to like I kind of like almost like a little bit like you, Chris, where like you're like you know I kind of have a good idea of the things I'm going to like, mm-hmm. and those are the things I wait for, and those are the things I play, and that's kind of where I land. And every and I I'm still I still kind of get caught. Like I'll catch myself where like oh this this game is you know this game's on sale. I'm gonna grab it, and then I grab it, and then like when it comes time to sit down and play something, it's like I'm gonna play Destiny. Even though I just bought that game, like I should play that game I just bought. Nah, I'm just gonna play Destiny. I it's like Vanquish, it. Bill. Come on. That's is what I was thinking of. I didn't want to say because you told me that's <laughs> the one that you think I would like of all the, uh, all the platinums. Of all the platinums, so. And you can I, get Vanquish I, and Bayonetta now together. I right? I, I, lo- I don't know if I'd ever play Bayonetta. I don't. It's pretty I've, cool. I know, but I've never been good at an action game. Okay. So like like I've tried and I haven't tried a ton of them but like you know a little Devil uh, May Cry a little like, yeah you know. did you I was gonna say Devil May Cry did you it's, like Devil May Cry I liked it I wasn't good at it it's well, very Devil you, May like, Cry like you can beat Devil May Cry without being good at it it's just if you want to go back and get all those S ranks you have to get good at it and Bayonetta mm. is the same way like you could just mm. beat the game really sloppily and just have some mm. fun with it you don't have to go back and do perfect levels yeah, yeah you could buy mash. I think I'm afraid of it and I think part of what has me afraid of action games is Ninja Gaiden. Oh yeah, uh, it's not. It's not. It's, yeah, it's not mean like that one. Okay. No. Not all at right. All. It's just flashy and fun, but like Kelsey said, you know, you can take it to the nth degree if you want to. You definitely do not have to. You just have okay. fun with it. Yeah. Like, like and, part and of they're very silly games too. They're not super serious like Ninja Gaiden was either. Like they're they're just fun characters and silly stories and yeah. 
and it okay. understands what it is right so it's like it lets you in on the joke like we know too right so yeah. right and, well yeah, yeah but like you're talking like you know your niche just like kelsey you mentioned a minute ago like right oh i thought i'd play an open world game and nope <laughs> just, it, it's been a couple of years so you know it, i forgot and i remember now and i will take a couple of years till i forget again i understand i never finished far cry 5 um it just it lost me at some point i just went like eh. i yeah i really 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 liked far cry 3 and really really liked far cry 4 mm-hmm. and here's the thing i liked far cry 5 it's it's a little bit like when you say andromeda right like yeah. it's it's not far cry 3 or far cry 4 but i would i'd say if you like that kind of game it's worth your time and you might get you know like i thought a lot of people like gave it a lot of crap for not getting like taking a political stance i'm like the only reason that happened is because they said it you know in the you know where they did and you know in the u.s and they added you know like that kind of angle to it but uh the end of the game is bonkers <laughs> like the ending they went with with uh like spoiler alert like complete okay seriously spoiler alert you ready like complete nuclear destruction <laughs> you that sounds end like up, america and you just end up like in a bunker where like the nuke has gone off up top and then like you end up like leaving the bunker and it's like all right here we are and it's almost like the game ends like where Fallout begins. Far Cry 5 to me made the mistake of being too much America for me and I live in America yeah. and I've had plenty of America. Yeah, <laughs> for a little I, while. I I don't need more. I've got enough here. Thank yep. you. So so because everyone was asking to bring it back to a Lego reference, there is a Lego <laughs> architecture series where they do like you know like buildings or you know Statue of Liberty or like the Guggenheim and different things and there is a very very nice looking uh Lego White House uh set and these sales have been down on this set for a while the White House has an image problem you know like it's just the way it is right and it's yeah. one of those things like I think it's the same thing with Far Cry 5 like it's you know and as as much as people argue this like you know whether or not uh, video games are an escape. A lot of people see them that way, and I they want get an home. Escape. You get home, and you want to sit down. You want to not think about you know your job for the next six hours or eight <laughs> hours or whatever. And when you sit down, and when you see you know the same type of thing that you're seeing that you're trying to get away from, it just kind of puts you in this mindset of like I don't feel relaxed, you know, doing this. Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of the way I felt about it. Like I'd, I'm like I don't like any of these characters. I don't like my character. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't like anything to do with any of this. And yeah. None of it makes me happy. So it was. Um, it wasn't as compelling as four. No, because then it was quirky and it was interesting yeah. and it was different. Yeah. Um, and it was a little tongue in cheek in places. Yeah. And five was like, nah. Let's just yeah. hit you with some heavy crap that sucks. Yeah, okay. but, and Kelsey would have appreciated it. Uh, he mentioned he mentioned this earlier when he was playing his open world game. Um, so obviously, it's a staple of open world games, especially Ubisoft games. You climb a tower to like open up uh, the map for the area. So, and this has happened in every Ubisoft game ever made, uh, every Far Cry game, uh, especially. So, um, 
like the very first place like you kind of wake up or like you, know, you start the game of this island there's this guy on the radio who's like oh hey I'm, I'm your guide for this island and he like sends you someplace and he's like and you go to the top of this tower just to make sure like you know you get the radio working and he's like don't worry i'm not gonna make you climb every tower that you see in the whole world for the rest of your trip here and it's like the only tower you ever climb in the game like they figured they figured out hey Let's just give the player the entire map of the world to start out. It's like, oh, cool. I don't have to climb 45 towers in this game. <laughs> Ubisoft's been really striking out for me lately with their titles, so hopefully they come back. Yeah, unfortunately, I was... Uh, I mean, Siege is pretty good if you like that kind of game, but uh, yeah, what's the newest Ghost Recon kind of has a, a bad taste in my mouth, uh, and there's nothing else that's really on my radar for them. I, I love... Uh, Rainbow Six, uh, Vegas, uh, one and two. Yeah, um, where's that uh, stuff at? Yeah, it's it, crazy good stuff that I just don't see anything, you know, from them. Division, I, I gave it my best shot. I tried it. Uh, I, like I get, I get it. I get what kind of game it wants to be. Um, but I already have Destiny, so I'm good. You know, like I have my my looter shooter. Uh, I prefer my fantasy sci-fi lore looter shooter to. You know, like you said, the same same problem. Division Two has the same problem Far Cry Five has. It's just current America problems <laughs> in video game form. Yeah, like I it. at one point was excited for Beyond Good and Evil Two. I have lost yeah. all hope that that game's going to be any fun for me, though. Mm. Good luck, man. A that it comes yeah. out, and and B that it's any good. Because at this point, how good. long has it been? Yeah. Like a decade, it's yeah. gonna be like when Cyberpunk comes out. This will be like the thing that's been going on forever that, right. that people write about. When's it gonna be here? And it right. got delayed again. Like Th- there's uh, there's always the- there's always that one vaporware game, right? Like uh, like it was Half Life Three forever, and now that like Half Life Alex has come out, it's like okay, well like now there's been kind of a Half Life game, so people have kind of stopped talking about it a little bit. But yeah, it's and then remember for a while it was Duke Nukem, and then you know Forever actually came out. But yeah, it's uh, Last it's, Guardian. Remember yeah, joke yeah, Last Guardian time. was a huge one. But yeah, Beyond Good and Evil has been kind of that game on console for a long time, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't say Psychonauts two, because uh, that, that should know, be out within the year. Yeah, that's because that's actually probably going to happen. But yeah, Beyond Good and Evil. I remember like before it was announced, people just like talking about, oh, wouldn't it be cool if like another Beyond Good and Evil came out? It's so underrated, and it's just it had such know, a cliffhanger ending. Like they yeah. were definitely expecting to have a sequel. Yeah, yeah. Fr- fresh, fresh property, not a sequel. You know, like let's let's do something else with this. And it really took forever. And then once that teaser uh, video came, where you actually like are like. Is, is this actually happening? And then, you know... A couple know, of years ago, right? Yeah, yeah, a number of years ago. So. <laughs> right. I don't even remember, it was like three, maybe? Uh, uh, Michelle Ansel just left Ubisoft like within the last couple months, too, and he was the lead on that one. Yeah. Eh, just write that one off. Well, um... Well, that's... I mean, we. it's good to catch up, and that's Definitely. why I just wanted it. We were planning yeah, on doing sure. a topic... And I just thought, you know, I just need to just talk. And yeah. so I really appreciate you guys taking the time. Absolutely. And I hope our listeners enjoyed it. Um, I know sometimes, you know, coming to you might be kind of like how I listen to podcasts. Sometimes where it's more like, oh, I just got to get to listen and hang out with my friends for a few minutes. So I hope that we can be that for you. And um, we plan to get back on track with our, with our every other week show. So um, we'll be coming back to, to you very soon. 
So, um, quick roundup, guys. Uh, where can people find you? So, Kelsey, doing any writing? Is anything coming up? Uh, no, nothing major right now. Uh, just check me at Twitter at Kelsey Polnick, K-E-L-S-Y-P-O-L-N-I-K. Uh, you can hear me complain about Akari Warriors or what cool <laughs> Batman books I've been reading. Or or showing me the coolest trick cane thing from Bloodborne. That yeah, was that cool. threaded cane was amazing. That was so cool. <laughs> Uh, uh bill what about you where can people find you uh twitter mainly um uh, uh at bill mcgee it's b-i-l-m-c-g-e-e and uh i've not been posting a ton um i uh you know every once in a while i'll throw uh you know a beer that i'm drinking or some you know lego set or some destiny thing but uh twitter's weird for me it's like i'm, I'm more of a lurker so it's like I'd, I'd like to see what all my friends are doing and then like i'll post something and I'm like, ah, no one, no one's looking at this. <laughs> so, but yeah, hashtags, Bill, more hashtags. I, it's got to. Oh, I, I, I feel, I feel so old using Twitter. Like, is this how we do it? You just use it like Google or email, or is it something else? Uh, just have fun yeah, with it. And just follow like Will Riker, you know, the Googling one. Yeah. Like, it's a, I, yeah, honestly, when when Kelsey joined Twitter, it was like my favorite thing that happened on Twitter in a long time because we could just. Like, I would say something, and then he responded, and I was like, oh, this must be what it's like to be famous, <laughs> like, when you say things, and then someone just immediately says something back to you on the internet, and then we just have, like, meme battles, where we just, like, <laughs> exchange gifts back and forth for an hour at work, and I'm like, oh, this is what the internet was made for. Exactly. Yeah. It's one of my highlights, too. <laughs> when I posted, the, or I tagged Chris in that threaded cane from Bloodborne, uh, he posted a gif. That just made me laugh like really hard in real life because it was not what I was expecting from him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's well. That's the internet is half memes and gifts anyway, right? I mean, that's just. But yeah. So, um, you know, if you want to follow me, I just do the show account. So it's at CollectorCast. Um, yeah, it's probably a lot of ramble between a small group of friends and a few other people, but. That's what makes it fun. So um, share your gaming stuff with us. Share your lives. Uh, feel free. We're we're uh, we're having fun. We're out there. We're enjoying ourselves. Um, as always, you can find us on RF Generation. You can always come over there. Use the website. Um, you can find the show at collectorcast.com or pretty much any other major platform, except for SoundCloud. Uh, I'll figure <laughs> that out at some point in time, but not yet. Uh, we're pretty much everywhere else. Even the new YouTube music. You can find us Ooh. there if you really want to. So, uh, I really appreciate everybody taking the time to listen. Um, thanks for being with us, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs> so good.
All right, welcome everybody to episode 61 of the RF Generation Collector Cast. I see this literally every time. I can't believe it's 61. So anyway, you... Is it 62? Oh crap, now I gotta re-record it. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Schwarzenegger just walked in to my house. 